Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Friday. Good morning, everybody. 604. This this just happened, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it happened this morning, then. So I was pulling into the It's a true story. Truer than a mug. I was pulling into the uh radio station, trying to get my vibe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There was a car ahead of me and it was parked. Yeah. In reverse. In reverse. He likes to back in. The lights were on. And I had my I had a song going in the car. It's classic. Classic. Got my head bobbing a little bit. It was Michael Jackson's Beat It. There was only two cars in the parking lot. The window was down. My compatriot looked across from me. Saw what I was doing. He got out. Uh Uh-huh. He put on a couple moves. He did. I didn't back down. He didn't. I jumped out of the car. Uh huh. I put on a couple of moves. He responded, <laughs> and we had a dance off in the parking did. lot. Five forty-five in the morning. Five forty-five dance off parking lot. Hicken versus E. I didn't win, but I battled. You battled. I gave it my all. You did. You stood on business. I did. <laughs> that happened this morning, people. That's what's going on around here. I may be a little under the weather, but I'm strong. Standing on business. Fighting. Battling. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed that. I also enjoyed the... Uh, I, had a, I had a weird thing happen... Last night while I was watching Prime, every time they would go to break, the picture would go black, but the audio was still there. I thought I was tripping. I thought it was my TV. Was that you too? Yeah. Hey, Prime, you lost a lot of money last night. (laughs) You got to do some make goods, we like to call them in the business. And then, and then the game would come back, and the telecast would come back. It would be on. It was weird. 
That happened to me last night. I don't know what to tell you. It's good to be here. It's a uh, it's the biggest Friday of the year, man. Oh yeah, it is it's the biggest Friday. This is, by the way, I read this somewhere. This is the sneaky best week of the year. Why you say that? The last week of the year. I'm gonna tell you why. Few reasons. One, nothing gets done. <laughs> like there's nobody, nobody's working. I mean, you come in at the same time every day. You must notice that there's not as many cars on the road. I come in usually an hour later where it's a lot more packed, but there's nobody out there today. Right, right. Okay. So nobody's working. If you are working, don't worry. You don't have to do anything because <laughs> your boss ain't working. Okay? You could probably go home. at. You can check in early, go home, and football starts at like, 11 a.m., bro. Tis true. So today we go noon in Jacksonville. So you can go come into work, head on down to the Tax Slayer, go hang out there, watch Kentucky and Clemson, good seats still available. Good football game. Uh, and don't worry, like nobody, there's, so you can, you can party on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, going into the New Year's Eve weekend. It's the sneaky best week of the year, bro. I mean, there's really just time to look back and look ahead, time to reflect and think about what you want to accomplish in 2024. You know, as the as the walker, I noticed this, E. I'll 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 share this with you. Uh-huh. You know I'm a walker. Yeah, you are. You get them steps in. Yeah. Step, step, step. You see me do it. Step, step, step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just for the record, E. Uh-huh. This year, it's true now. This is why I got my Fitbit and everything. Right, right. For the year? A million steps. Seven million. Huh. <laughs> 39,336 steps. Man. <laughs> Do you know how many steps you took last year? Stand by. 6.7. Oh. You Don't mess it. with me. You upped it. I did. Step gang crazy. Yeah. I got three years total. I went down last year for the year before, but still, this is an all-time high. This is uh, per week. Let's see what we got here. Um, I think we're 19,000 per week. Oh, wow. So we've had a good year of walking. Wait, 19,000 steps per week? Oh, no, that's a day. A day, okay. Yeah. I know when I was doing the Sharks, uh-huh. I think one day yeah. I had like 24,000 steps. Yeah. Yeah, I was getting busy out there. That's man. good, man. Yeah. That's good. But, yeah, so sneaky best week of the year, in my opinion. So, anyway, I did watch the game last night. E, can I ask you a question? Talk to me. So, Joe Flacco... 39 years old. Uh-huh. Put on a clinic last night, minus a pick. Pick six that he threw. Joe Flacco in the month of December has 1,603 passing yards. Or oh, more than that. More than 1,600. The record is 1,755 for passing yards in a month. You heard me right. Joe Flacco, at the age of 39, is going to break... And all likely if he plays next week, which maybe he will. 
Well, maybe he won't. They clinched the spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So unless yeah. they can win the division, I don't know. You know, teams always handle it differently. But if he does play, this 39-year-old quarterback can break the record for the most passing yards in a month in NFL history. Right off his couch. Dude, is Joe Flacco, is there, is there some, uh, could this be like Nick Foles? It's just clicking for him, man. Could it? Yeah, I know. Could these guys perhaps come to Jacksonville? Oh, bless you. I'm battling. And then maybe, and then go to Kansas City and then go to Baltimore and go to the Super Bowl? Cleveland? Could they? It could happen. You think? It could happen. I don't think it could happen. We're going to beat them. Yeah, I think so. I want, I want Cleveland here in Duval. Yeah. Be nice to get them. But I don't know. They're playing really well, dude. I mean, he looks great. He put on a clinic last night, man. He rolled out one time to his left, and they were chasing him. He knew he was going to get caught. So he flipped it to uh, Jerome Ford and took it to the house. I mean, it was impressive. I give him credit. So, Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns in the postseason. UNF men's basketball plays a 28th ranked Miami today. Shout out. On the ACC Network. Swoop. Speaking of the Canes, E, how'd Uh they do yesterday? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> 500,000 of these steps on the hotline designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Were you trying to keep up with E in the dance off at 5:45 this morning? That's probably true. He was hanging though. He was hanging. We did. <laughs> I'm not going to read that. Uh Hey, E, tell Dan I'm working this morning. Got a well job to do on one of the naval ships at Mayport with my boss. Shout out, Petty Officer Mitchell. Shout out. Way to go. Go get him, Chief. You go get him. I'm sad that your boss is there, though. But if you're doing a welding job, you got to do it right anyway. Dang, Rutgers? Yeah, you're just looking now. You didn't even know. No, I didn't. I know. You're a, you're a fraud fan. No, man. man. That's, at I'm that just, point, you are. I'm I mean, lo- I, I love you. I'm locked in Jaguars, man. I know. <laughs> I'm going to give you another thing that's going to hurt you. Talk to me. First off, Rutgers had never beaten Miami. Ugh. Okay? Ever. But as the, as the, as the leaves change in the fall... There are certain things that happen at the end of the year, too. What's that? If Miami makes a bowl, they lose it. You just lost the Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> Last year, you lost the Cheez-It Bowl. You lost the Independence Bowl. You lost the Pinstripe Bowl. You lost the Orange Bowl. Dang. You lost the Sun Bowl. You lost the Independence Bowl. You lost the Russell Athletic Bowl. You lost the Sun Bowl. Wow. You lost the Champ Sports Bowl. You lost the Emerald Bowl. The only win in there is 2016. You did win the Russell Athletic Bowl. That's right. You are 1-11 and 11 in your last 12 bowl games. Man. Yeah, that's sad. Paging Joe U. 
At least you made a bowl. I can't even criticize. It's just, how can we not get in a bowl? <laughs> right? Eight million bowls. We can't get in a bowl. We couldn't get bowl eligible. Dad gummit. How do you not get in a bowl? By the way, E, when I'm saying you're losing these bowls, this isn't like the Miami of the past that played in the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Orange Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Orange Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. Big okay? bowls. This is the pinstripe, cheese it, independence, <laughs> sun, independence, Russell Athletic, sun, champ sports, emerald. You played in more bowls. E, I could quiz E right now, ladies and gentlemen. Watch uh-huh, this. Uh-huh, let's go. That's this. Pop quiz for E. Hold on, hold on. This is going to be fun. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. E, this is going to, this is a, this, you might get a little mad at me, but I don't care at this point. Right. You won the dance off. <laughs> you already won nothing. I'm going to even it up. All right. E, I'm going to ask you the bowls that Miami played, and I'm going to ask you to just tell me where these bowls were. All right, let's do it. The Emerald Bowl, E. Emerald Bowl, that's in uh, California. Where? I need a city, please. Uh, let's go with San Francisco. Nice job. Yeah, stop playing with me, man. The Champ Sports Bowl. Champ Sports Bowl, that will be in uh, Orlando. The Sun Bowl. The Sun Bowl, that would be in, uh, uh, I think that's in Texas. Where? Uh, is that the new, is, uh, let's go with San Antonio. Uh, that's a good guess, but that's wrong. Oh, uh, man. The, <laughs> the Russell Athletic Bowl. The Russell Athletic Bowl, that's going to be in Texas. Incorrect. Uh, two to two. <laughs> the Independence Bowl. Independence Bowl. That's in Virginia. Incorrect. Uh. <laughs> uh, the Pinstripe Bowl. Oh, Pinstripe Bowl. That was played last night. Yeah, where was it? Uh, New York. All right. And lastly, for the win. For the win. The Cheez-It Bowl. Oh, uh, the Cheez-It Bowl. That would be in... Uh, <sighs> Let's go, Las Vegas. No. I'm sorry. Dang it. That in a tie. But you did better than I thought. <laughs> i got to be honest. You pulled the Emerald Bowl, the yeah. Champ Sports yeah. Bowl. Yeah, stop playing. It's not bad. Did you see? We talked yesterday about the Pop-Tart Bowl. Did you see the end? What yeah, happened? The Pop-Tart Bowl, I didn't. You did not. So they roll this big contraption out to midfield-y. Yeah. And the Pop-Tart mascot's on the top of the contraption. It's like a toaster, a giant toaster. Giant toaster, yeah. Pop-Tart jumps into the giant toaster, okay? At the bottom where the coach and the MVP of the game are and the players surround him, the big giant Pop-Tart mascot comes out all toasted and is now edible. So they had to dig in. and I think it was a frosted strawberry, by the way. I had to dig in and, and eat the frosted strawberry. Take a bite of that frosted strawberry. So what's happened now with these bowl games is they're trying to come up with something fun at the end to keep people around, like keep the Duke's Mayo, uh, the USC one where they dumped the eggnog on the coach. Oh. Yeah, eggnog bowl, was that it? Yeah, I think so. I can't tell. I, I watched the NFL last night. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I, – I'll say this. Jed Fish used to coach here in Jacksonville. His head coach, Arizona, beat Oklahoma, went 10 and 3, uh, went to the University of Florida. He'll be mentioned as a replacement for uh, Billy Napier if it goes south uh, in next year. I'll tell you what Amazon Prime got right, Dan. What'd they do? Oh, Marshawn Lynch <laughs> in your city. 
Oh, that guy is a treasure. He is. Oh, you got to see it. Oh, that was a pregame? Oh, you got to see it. It was good? Oh, it was good. It was good. He was at the New York Stock Exchange. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Did he tell them all to eat their chickens? Oh, man. Basically, he had some chicken on him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, man, it was great. That is funny. Oh, gosh. So, anyway, a lot going on today. We got to get Jags. We got some Trevor concerns now. Here's my, here's the thing. Doug said he was going to be limited pre, and then he didn't practice. Yep. He got a DNP. What's up with that? Where are we? Is he not going to play? I know a lot. There's, there's actually some of you people out there. I get it, man. He hasn't practiced, so he hasn't played well. He should just sit. No, he shouldn't. Not right now. Trust me. He should not sit. If he, He's got to play through it. Yeah, he got all summer to sit. This is it. This is the playoffs, dude. If we lose to Carolina, we're toast. I'm just telling you, we're toast. And, and there are too many... Too many long-term ramifications. We'll talk about it today. We got a lot to do. Um, we're just warming up here. It's a football Friday edition of the drill. We're on 1010XL 92.5 FM. E, I've got to clear something up. Talk to me. My Gator education again is struck. What I'm trying to tell you is I'm not a smart man. I was talking about Flacco breaking the record next week, which is January. <laughs> I said, hey, most passing yards in December. Next week, he'll break the record. He can't break the record. I am some kind of stupid at times. Ain't even catch it. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. So, the Jaguars host Carolina. It couldn't be any worse right now than what we're dealing with. We don't know about our quarterback. We've lost four games in a row. More importantly, like, we've lost our mojo. There's something about the NFL, man. Sometimes, and it happened to us last year, the flip side of it. We got hot. We didn't, you know, we can sit there all we want and say we're doing everything. It, you know, sometimes momentum is a is a is a beautiful thing. It's a thing. You can't put your finger on what why is this occurring. But that Jaguar team last year, they they'd get down 17. They just you knew they were gonna come back, they'd come back, and they weren't they weren't great, they weren't unbelievable, but they just and and I sense that with like watching Cleveland this year. You know? They're on their fourth quarterback. They got no business winning these games. They got no business doing all this stuff. Coach of the year. But they're oh yeah. But they're doing it. With all due respect to Sean McVay, right. Kevin Stefanski's won with four different quarterbacks. Right. And they're eleven and five. It's not like they're nine and eight and going in. Right. They're eleven and five. In a, a pretty tough conference. And they got a heck of a they're dangerous, man. And again, I don't want to look ahead because I would rather listen closely to me, people. I would rather lose to Cleveland in the first game of the postseason. Then go out whimpering like a sick little animal at the end of the regular season. Yeah, man. We cannot do that. I cannot stress that enough because I'm telling you guys, you don't get up from a collapse like this. 
You don't just say, oh, well, we'll be better next year. Everybody will be healthy. It doesn't happen. You got to play this game this Sunday like it's the most important game of your lives. And if you're not going to, then don't suit up. Send Dewey out there. Dewey plays like it's important. Rayshon plays like it's important. Yeah, he does. I need those guys. This is it, man. I'm telling you. I don't know a lot. If we lose six straight, there are long-term ramifications of blowing a division where you're eight and three. Go ask Tennessee. Look no farther than the Tennessee Titans, uh-huh. who are about to enter, again, a rebuild, who fell last year at the end of the year and could not get up. Did they get up this year, E? Uh, no. Nope. They're in last place in the South. They stink. They're no good. I'm telling you, man, these kinds of streaks – you don't want these on your with your franchise. You're trying to build something here with Trevor Lawrence. You went through hell to get Trevor Lawrence, and then you went through hell with Urban Meyer. And then you went through another half a season of not good with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. And then they showed their chops, and we all said, oh, we got this. Yep. We made the mistake. Oh, we jumped the gun. We jumped the gun. We did, the organization did, everybody did. Do not blow this. If it's nine and eight, get to nine and eight. Nine and eight means something. Nine and eight is a winning season. I mean, I want 10 and seven, don't get me wrong. I'm probably going to need it to win the South. But get to nine now, Sunday, here. I can't say, and I think we will. I can't say that. It's not in me right now. I can't come out and say, I think we will. I don't know that we will. Right. I'm not confident in it. I'm not confident. And that's terrible, but I don't care because somebody on that team, and if if Trevor can't go, I don't care. C.J. Beathard's been paid a lot of money these last two years. Win us a game, C.J., Win us a game, man. Travis Etienne, win us a game. Offensive line, win us a game. Calvin Ridley, win us a game. Evan Ingram, win us a game. Catch 20 balls if you have to. Yeah. Somebody's got to make a play. Who's that somebody going to be? Foyer. Remember earlier in the year against the Saints, pick six? Devin Lloyd, show back up. Josh Allen, you've had a great season. Don't whimper in. Interior defensive line, anyone there, please. Kicker, make a kick. Be a pro. Get this, wipe this crap off you and go out there Sunday at home and win a football game. It is imperative. 
You're not get out of the mud. Get out of the muck. Get those legs moving. Blow somebody up in the first quarter. You must win this football game. I think that's what I'll be confident, like seeing how they play in the first quarter. Right. Seeing how them boys come out. If they're all slow and sluggish or. If they're slow and sluggish, I'm going to lose my mind again. (laughs) I don't want to do that anymore. Enough of that stuff. You know, of the moment, you're a fan, you go overboard, you get ticked. I mean, come on, guys. Prove us all wrong if we're doubters. And I'm a doubter right now. Prove me wrong. I'll gladly take the heat. I'll gladly, any one of you could come up to me and and yell at me. That's fine. Whatever inspires you. Play my rant before the game, (laughs) telling them you're no good. You all stink. Play it. If that inspires you, then good. You know, this is our team, man. Our town. Represent. Do not let Carolina come down here and win this football game. Do not go to Tennessee and lose that game. You got the easiest last two. Right, It's, it's right there for the taking. The Cincinnati game stunk because we should have won that game. Cleveland's playing really good football. Baltimore's playing really good football. Tampa stunk too because we stunk. That was a disgraceful performance. But put it behind you. It's Friday. Have you put in the work? Have you practiced? Did we have any padded practices left on the docket? Can we li- did we line up and hit a little bit during the week? It's, it's, it's just so important, man. And again, I'll say it one more time. I would rather lose in the postseason than blow this thing. We don't get up from this. We do not get up. You cannot lose this division, man. You've had a stranglehold on it all year. You've been gifted a blessing. You've lost four straight in December. If you lose four straight in December, you almost never (coughs) come back from that. You have a chance still. Come back from it, man. Come back. Good gracious, bro. It's not that, you know. And we'll see. Hopefully Trevor's gets out there and throws it around a little bit today. I he finds ways to practice again. Every week we get concerned. But two do, do not practices is what he went through last week. And he's not practicing, and that's not good. But the other guys are, and I'm sure Trevor's working hard, mental reps and such. The game plans and you got to come through. You're playing Carolina. You know what? If you win the coin toss, take the opening kick. Go down and score. Make it 7-0. Then get a three and out like you used to when you're playing good football. Then get the ball back and go score again. Make it a two-score game. And if you got fourth and three on the seven, kick the field goal make it 10-0. And make the field goal, bruh. And make it. I'll, for the life of me, don't understand. It didn't cost him last night, but... These coaches in this day and age, I give up, dude. In it's the beginning of the there. game, the Browns were up 7-0, then it was 7-7, then it was 14-7. Then they had a – I think that was the right – I think I'm 
describing it right. They were up a touchdown. And they had a fourth and four because they got a fumble on a kickoff. They had a fourth and four, man, from like the eight-yard line, and they went for it. Like, what are you doing? And it worked out for them because then they got a pick six and went up 21-7. But if I'm 14-7 and I'm fourth and four, I don't care if I'm home or away. I'm kicking an easy field goal, making it two scores. I don't understand that analytic. I really don't. And I've seen it happen so many times where it doesn't work out. And like last night, maybe they count that as working out, but I don't think it did. It did for them in the fact that they won the game, but if that counts as a – because it's just dumb. Am I wrong, E? Uh, It's it's like Madden out there, man. (laughs) They just hide behind what analytics told us. Analytics told us. Something else happened last night that defied – and this – this just one quick NBA note worth a mention because this exemplifies how unbelievably awful losing 28 games in a row is because it's – the Detroit Pistons played the current best team in the Eastern Conference at their place where they have not lost, okay? And at the half, Detroit was up 66 to 47. Uh huh. The Celtics forced overtime and barely won the game. But the Pistons were in the lead with like two minutes to go by like four or five points. The Celtics woke up and beat the Pistons. The Pistons lose, they're now two and 29. They've lost 28 straight games. But my point is, if you can play the Celtics like that, how in the world can you lose 28, 28 straight? straight? Right. At Boston, where Boston, I don't think, has lost a game. How is that possible? The Celtics are 24-6 and this year and 15-0 and at home. And they almost lost to the 2-29, and 1-15 on the road, Detroit Pistons. That exemplifies to me how bad the Pistons have played during this losing streak. Because if you're capable of that, like you can't. (laughs) Again, these are the teams, bro. I mean, Oklahoma City, Portland, New Orleans, Phoenix, Golden State, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Chicago, Atlanta, Cleveland, Toronto, Denver, Indiana, Washington. L.A., the Knicks, Cleveland, Memphis, Orlando, Indiana, Philly, Philly, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Utah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Boston. Now they play Toronto at home. Maybe they can win that. Then they go to Houston. I mean, I'm all for the losses, bro. I love it. I think the worst record in NBA history is the 76ers. And I think that was one. um, I think it was nine wins. Let me look real quick. Um, what did the Bobcats pass them? Yeah, the Charlotte Bobcats <clears throat> in a shortened season went seven and fifty nine. <laughs> seven and fifty nine. That's a one oh six winning percentage. The Sixers were had a one ten winning percentage. So the Charlotte Bobcats, congratulations, worst NBA regular season ever. That's unbelievable, bro. Well, the Pistons right now, 
I go to the standings and get their percentage. Because, again, I can't do the math. It's in, it's embarrassing. Oh, I don't have them. Oh, yeah, here it is. 065E at 2 and 29. 065. <laughs> yeah, if they were 3 and 30, they'd be at 100, I'm guessing. Holy cow. Good gracious. The Spurs won last night. Oh, shout out. Yeah, Wimbanyana. First rookie, first rookie since Vince Carter. Boy. Your boy, I got you a shirt. I've never seen you wear it, obviously. It's a disappointing shirt. <laughs> no, it's not, man. What do you do? Sleep in it? Is it too big? It is kind of big. It's too big on you? <laughs> you can't, because you, you, I know you, you're about style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get it. Did you, did you re-gift it, though? Tell no, me the truth. No, did you re-gift it at Christmas? It's still in my closet. Mm-hmm. No, because my mom always taught me, like, when somebody gives you something. You can't you, give it away. You can't give it away. I was at I was in New York in October, and I bought. I went in the NBA store, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not good at sizes, and I got E a shirt that's too big. <laughs> Nick, can I get a nickname for Vince Carter, please? He's the truth. No, no. he's that's, the, that's Paul Pierce. Oh yeah, he's the uh, he's the uh, come on maestro. Man. No, he's man. the invincible. No, that's pretty good, but no. What is it? Uh, Air Canada and uh, Half Man, Half Amazing. Half Vin- Man, Half Amazing, I remember. Vinsanity. Vinsanity, of course. Anyway, um, can I get a high school for Vince Carter, please? Uh, Mainland. Very good. I'm playing with your boy. Vince Carter's the reason Lon Kruger left the University of Florida. Did you know that? I did not. Lon Kruger recruited Vince Carter since he was like 12 years old. I mean, put his whole heart and soul into Vince Carter. At the end of the recruiting process, Vince goes, yeah, I'm going to Tobacco Road. (laughs) That hurt. And Lon was like, man, if I recruit like this and I can't get a kid from Florida to stay home, how can I win here? That's a fair point. But anyway, um, yeah, at at, uh, Christmas time, or no, in October, I got Ia Vince Carter's shirt because I know he's talked about Vince Carter. I know his favorite player is LeBron. NBA store doesn't sell LeBron stuff because I think LeBron has rights or so. I don't know how yeah, it works. That's crazy. But I just know you can't get anything <laughs> LeBron. So I'm like, and plus, he's a well dressed, he's super ultra cool. So buying E some clothes is a risk anyway. Because <laughs> the chances are he's not going to like it. But I saw this shirt. I thought of Vince. He's talked about Vince a few times. I'm like, you know what? I know he likes Vince. I'm going to get him a Vince Carter shirt. You got me a Vince Carter shirt, man. It's the thought that counts. It it's is. way too big. He's never worn it. I get it. <laughs> Fashion is important to E, so I'm not asking, you know, one of the, you know, he's always Natalie attired, Natalie attired, and he does it, and he matches, and he's the kind of guy, like, he's taught me, I can't wear Nike socks with, with the New shoes, Balance man. shoes or like, whatever. On, yeah, he gets mad at me. So, anyway. All right, we got more coming up, uh, a lot to talk about here on a football Friday. I've done my plea to the Jags. I'll plea again throughout the morning. This is the drill. Welcome back. We're rocking and rolling today. It's Friday. Yeah, are we allowed to have a little drinky drink this morning? Uh, oh. Huh? You know, there's a little saying, yeah. ask for forgiveness and not permission. Yeah. It's Friday. It's the last Friday of the year. Like you said, the bosses ain't going to work. They ain't no, going to. Nobody's coming in today. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Shout out to Ken Brady, our... Sales manager, sales general manager. I don't know what your title is, Ken. I love you. I'm the big boss at the, at the end. Yeah, he's a big boss at the end. He, big office. He told me he was sliding in here to, 
today, but I'll see it when I believe it. Uh-huh. Or I'll believe it when I see it. Here's a good point on the text line, by the way. You tell me this, E. You follow the Jags. You're down on the field. You've seen these guys. Boots on the and ground. And this guy says, I've been saying this all year. We lack that leader, that dog, that Ray Lewis. Not one player has that dog in them game in and game out. Now, I know that some guys do have that dog, but they don't show it. Right, right. Right? Like, who is our unequivocal leader? 23. Okay. All right. But does he show it? Uh, I think we don't see it. Yeah. I think he shows it. All right. I kind of agree with this guy. I don't think we have that guy who, and again, I don't know this, but it just seems like nobody stood up on Sunday in Tampa right. and started yelling, this is enough. No, let's go. It should be. It should be 41. He's the one that should be doing all of that. If you got a C on your chest, you ought to be doing it. Uh-huh. If, you were, if you're voted a captain, you got to be a leader for a reason. And some guys can't force it. Oh, yeah. You can like, tell. Oh, you yeah. can't do it now, right? <laughs> yeah, too late, bro. Like, Trevor has his way, you know, and I see him getting frustrated now more oh, than yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. This season, like, yeah, yes. see it a lot. But, man, I don't know, dude. I think that's a good point, too. Where is that? We need that. We got to have that. So I could see Ray Sean being that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not just, you know, say that rah rah stuff. You gotta bring it on the field also. I've got a picture I saw on Twitter, and I love this. And and somebody has a good point. It's a picture of outside the LSU weight room in 2012. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's true. It looks very legit. Okay. And this is what it says, bro. It's the LSU weight room, okay? And on the, on the window, it says, Attention NFL scouts, all right? The following athletes miss workouts and always have an excuse. These men lack the self-discipline and the motivation to take care of their responsibilities. Oh. <laughs> I will not answer questions regarding their performance, numbers, or character as they only care about themselves. How about that? They actually put people. And then they have names. Ooh. I'll read you the names. Ooh. And by the way, you're going to recognize some of them. Oh. So they fit. Maybe this helped them. I'd be very curious to talk to the three guys whose names I recognize and the ones that I don't and see if it inspired them to change. But the point of the picture was from one of the Googans was. How many kids would hit the portal if this were today? <laughs> Bring back accountability. Uh, yeah. Right? Lael Collins is on the list. Okay. Offensive lineman yep. in the NFL for a bunch of years. Spencer Ware. You remember uh, him? Oh, yeah, Spencer Ware. Running back, right? Yep. And Quan Alexander. Somebody said... By the date that was Quan Alexander's freshman year, he stayed and made changes. Two years later, All-SEC, fourth-round draft pick. Maybe that was the wake-up call he needed. Now, when the name goes on there, does it come off? or is? It just... I think it does. Right now, there, <laughs> there's 
There's the there's the pick. Okay, this is what it probably does because it says attention NFL scouts, and what I read you is on one piece of paper, and then the other piece of paper has Jonah Austin, Lael Collins, James Wright, Spencer Ware, Anthony Johnson, Micah Eugene, Dwayne Thomas, Therold Simon, Quan Alexander, and and Sam Montgomery. So there's ten guys, man. I love it though. <laughs> Calling them out. That wouldn't happen today, would it? Nope. Huh? Yeah, out of there. One more thing, uh, college-wise, and then we'll turn our attention back to the NFL. When we meet again, when we are talking to you again here on the is Jeff scheduled to be back next week, or is he still off? He might be off, man. I think he might be. He I don't might, know. I don't know. He's, he might be off on Monday. Is he, yeah. I think we're all off on Monday, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I hope so. Because you ain't coming in, are you? I don't know. I got to look at the schedule. Monday is New Year's, New Year's Day. Day. So when we meet again, we're going to know who the, f- the the two teams playing for the Natty Championship are. I hope so. Jalen Milrow met the media yesterday. And he admitted that his former offensive coordinator, longtime NFL head coach and current Patriots offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien told him, that he should change positions and not be a quarterback. Oh, wow. How about that? And so somebody asked him, because he, he admitted this in the in the press conference. By the way, that, that's a bad look, Coach O'Brien. <laughs> well, how, you know, what did that, how did you, how did you, you know, feel about that? And he just looked right at him and said, how would you feel if I told you that you sucked? <laughs> Dang. Hey. Shout out to Jalen Milrow. By the way, Jalen Milrow, at the beginning of the year, did not look like a great quarterback, did he? I mean, Jalen Milrow, God bless you. We got two guys in here who are grinding with some, with some, with some sniffles. It doesn't stop us. We'll come back with beat it, and we'll dance it off one more time. We're not afraid. I scared. Uh-uh. So anyway, I think I give a lot of credit to Jalen Milrow and uh, what he's been able to accomplish and the way he's played the position and how much better he's got. And that's a big reason why Alabama will be playing Michigan on Monday. I got a story about that kind of like Cam Chancellor used to tell a story a lot. Uh huh. Um, he credits his high school coach a lot about it. Um, he was like, whatever you do, whenever you get into the league or whenever you go to college, mm-hmm. do not let them switch you over to a linebacker. He okay. said, do not. Don't do not change positions. Uh-huh. You are a safety. Play safety. Mm-hmm. And Cam Chancellor was, was probably one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, big hitter. God, big he hitter. was a big dude too, though. Yeah. I could see why he's so muscular. Huge, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it worked. It worked out. And it, and it worked out. Kyler Murray misses practice again with an illness. The question is, will the Cardinals? Shut him down to perhaps maximize their options for next year, much like Denver did. He didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. He was at practice in street clothes. Murray has many millions in future payments guaranteed for injury. $30 million in 2025 guarantees becomes fully guaranteed in March. They say it's not about cutting him. It's about 
preserving the ability to trade him. If he's not healthy, it'll be harder to trade him. By the way, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it when we come back. Um, let's do this. We're 7 o'clock hour up next. This is the drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. This is how we do. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody. You know Sweet Friday! I need it now more than ever. Okay! Hey! Ho! Hey, ho! Oh, oh! Oh, oh! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah! Go, girl! Go, go, girl, go, girl! That's right! You got this. Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling Ooh. good. In Jacksonville, I'm feeling so good. What you gonna do about it? Right now. Uh-huh. All you gotta do. What they gotta do, dude? Grab that phone. Grab it. 641-1010-1010. Dial it now. Be kind. Be kind. Be courteous. Be courteous. And be correct. Be correct. And I'll give you not one. Not one. But two tickets. Two of them things. Two. Two. The Jags Panthers Sunday. 641-1010. I got two tickets for the Jaguars Panthers. Who wants to go? We're doing it right now. And we're doing it for you, Jacksonville. But we need you there loud. We need you there proud. We need you there strong. Thank you. Welcome to the show. We roll on. I've been here for a while. But Sweet Friday just rolled in. You know her. She don't care if I come in early. She don't care. She don't care if Jeff comes in early. She don't. She don't care if E comes in early. Mm -mm. She comes in at 7 on Fridays. (laughs) And she's a little older now. She's not a spring chicken. All right. She's well into her 30s. She's still a dirty lady. Dirty girl. And she's going down to the college game today. Oh, yeah, she is. He's going to be down there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to So he's going to watch Clemson, Kentucky. They're saying that he may perhaps, if Tax Slayer ever gets a mascot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like a Pop-Tart. <laughs> They're saying. What could we jump? He may be. Oh, I got to. I got to show you something, Eli. Like, I got to ask if this is breaking code. This is a question about the culture. All right. We're going to the culture? Hold on. Let me find it. All right, bet. Let me keep, before I call you over here. Uh-huh. Uh, because it, <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if this is against the rules. All right. I got to see it, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got to, I got to see, I got to find the video though. I should have liked it because. Yeah. Now yeah, you got to go find it. You got it? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Um, I gotta find the picture or the video. They're all joking about how old Joe Flacco is and such. Let me see if this shows it. This may not show it. I always gotta sit through dadgum commercials and such. Hang on one second. E. If I ask you to come over here. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I got it. All right, yeah, I need you to come over here. All right, hold on. Oh, no, this might not be it. Oh, yeah, this is it. All right, so this is Joe Flacco after the game. Uh He played with the Jets. He knows the guys. He knows the guys. Okay? And so it'd be like, you know, 
you and me, we've been teammates for a while. Let's say you go, I see you at the end of the game or at the end of the, I see you somewhere years down the road. And I, I come up and I'm happy to see you, right? I'm meeting the guys. I'm meeting the guys. I'm meeting the guys. There's a Quint, big Quinn and Williams. Oh, this isn't it. Hold on. God. Oh, hang on. I got to find it. That ain't it. That gummit. Stand by. I'll go find it again. I, that, that wasn't it. That's my bad. Now, I've, I set it up, and they let me down. Let you down, bro. They let me down. I'm curious. The culture wants to know, too. The culture wants to know, and I got to know. But I got to find it. I got to keep you updated on the culture, Dan. I know. I ask questions. I, I, this, honestly, I would not know this, and I would maybe do this. And But the culture would correct you. The, the culture cu- correct, And the culture corrected Joe on this one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's why I got to find it, but I can't. The culture loves you, Dan. <sighs> I, I love the culture, but I got ha- to find out if this is against culture. On the text line, by the way, E.T. rips it up at the Sharks game. Always oh, yeah. It no matter where he is. There's no question about that. We know that. Oh, dadgummit. They're not going to show it. All right, I'm just going to have to describe it to you. I'm so you saw Joe Flacco, right? Saw Joey. All right, so come over here. I got I to gotta do this on, on talking. I got to show it to you. Explain it. So we're dapping up, right? It's great seeing you. Great game, right? And then I go like this. So as we dap, I go like this. Oh, no. And Quinn yeah. and, hey, Quinn and Williams went, no, you go to do it to me. He went, oh, no. <laughs> so what he did is he was, like, tapping him on the head, like, great game. I love seeing you. You know, like, it's a, it's an, it's a movement of endearment. Yeah. So he was, try, so he was he like, tapping him on the head. On type. the head. I, but he didn't have a hat on or anything. Uh-huh. And Quinn and Williams slapped it. I mean, like. It was like, no, 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 don't do that. So that's like he was sunning him. He was sunning him. Okay. Like, you do that to, like, little boys. Like, oh, that's still cute. You pat your son on the yes, head. Yes, yes. That's what he was doing. Like, yeah. oh, man. Okay, so. And it's different if he would have had a helmet on. Right. You know what I'm for saying? Sure, if, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's different with a helmet on. Because no I helmet. saw him do it to another guy who had, a like, a like a stocking cap like I do. Like uh-huh. a, like like a, a beanie. duke, a hoodie, a beanie. Uh-huh. And, and that guy didn't have a problem with it, but. Quinn and Williams, man, I mean, he reacted like, oh, no, boom. It was like a swim move almost. <laughs> like, man, you can't sun me like that. Yeah. So, anyway, the culture says no on that. Yeah, man. Okay. Oh. So, it's great. We'll dap up. We're cool. It's yeah. fine. But not not a little tap on the head. A no, love tap. No. Yeah. Not, especially if I don't got my, no helmet on. Okay. Yeah, bro. I get that. That's fair. Um, e, Ooh. I want to talk Jaguars for just a second. Okay. You want to yeah. talk Jaguars? Hold on. Let me get you right. The Jaguars are chasing the dream. Dan and Jeff get you ready for this week's opponent, brought to you by DreamFinders Homes. They have the strongest focus on customer satisfaction. You're darn right they do, and the only official home builder of the Jaguars since 2014. Quality build homes, speedy move-in process, 20-plus communities, best locations in Northeast Florida. I was thinking about this. Like, we're trying to... By the way, did you hand out the tickets yet, or are we still working on that? Yeah, we did. The tickets are gone, boys. Stop calling. That was quick. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know this. Uh-huh. 
Do we have more tickets, perhaps, to give away later? Uh, perhaps. We got another pair that we All might right. just give away. We're feeling good. It's Friday. Feeling good, man. It's a new year. We need you at the stadium. I don't know. We feeling good. This is how we do. It's Friday. Yeah. So we just, we're just having a ball. We're having a good time. So I was thinking about this with our Jags, though. Mm-hmm. Like, if I said to you, E. Yep. What, what's wrong with the Jags? What would you say? I would say a, a lot of things. We, we, ah, exactly. So there's not just Is one, it one thing? No, no. What's wrong with the Jags? You we, can't say that's the problem with trying to fix it. Uh-huh. That's why I kind of think we are what we are, which is, you know, more of a 9-8, and 10-7 and seven at best football team. And we got carried – Carried away with eight and three. We're not, so, okay, Trevor's beat up. We'll start with the quarterback. Too much of the credit, too much of the blame. Has not had the year that we thought he would have. Is it all his fault? No. 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 But has he made some bad plays? Yes. yes. More than I expected. Yes. Yes. Right? Okay, so start there. You know, is it... The offensive line. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've been not good. It's it's a number of things, including injury. Cam Robinson back this week. Can that help us? Hopefully, yeah. yes. But certainly the offensive line. Is it ETN? Eh, not all his fault, but his no. numbers aren't as good as they were last year. That is correct. Okay. Is it the fact that Ridley is not what we thought he'd be? Yes. Maybe not all his fault. No. Um, by the way, let's say he caught all those PIs that he's drawn, which is just as good as catching the ball. He'd have 1,000 yards. Okay. Is it the offensive play calling? Uh-huh. I'm sure there's some of that, too. It's, uh, you know, sometimes there's such a lack of confidence in third and one that we're an empty shotgun on third and one throwing the ball down the field. Makes no sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Is it the lack of sacks? Oh, yeah. Of course it is. Is it the way the roster was constructed? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it the fact that we didn't go get another edge rusher in free agency? Yes. Heck, yes, it is. Is it the fact that we turn the ball over? My point is this, man. It's everything. So, it's like you can plug all the different holes in the dam that's leaking, but you can't plug them all. And so, you've got to find answers to these questions, and you can't bring in new people until next year. So, Getting Cam Robinson back is a huge deal. Oh, by the way, is it the kicker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're darn right it is. Well, it's a bunch of different things. It's everything, man. It's just playing poorly, you know? Turnover turnover margin, we, we, we stopped getting turnovers. Remember when we all said in the beginning of the year, the first half of the season, it's time to say the defense isn't better than expected. It's good. Yeah, yeah, eh? I remember. I don't know that it's good. They were getting turnovers. They were getting turnovers. Those stopped coming, okay? 
And when those stopped coming, we started losing. And that's another problem. If you go to NFL turnover differential, okay, the Baltimore Ravens are plus 10, okay? And they're a good team. Pittsburgh Steelers are plus 10. They're, they're lucky. That's made them win some games. They're not that good of a team. But they're plus 10, so they're better than their record's better than it should be. Tampa Bay is plus 10, thanks to the Jags game. <laughs> their record is better than it should be. The Bengals are plus eight. Okay? My point is this. If you go down to the bottom, the Washington Commanders are minus 10. They're no good. The Kansas City Chiefs are minus 10. That's a problem, Ian. Yep, it is. You want to know one reason why Kansas City's nine and six and not 11 and four? Is they're minus 10. The Vikings are minus nine. The Jags are minus three. They're minus three. So you can read a lot into turnovers, man. You got to be on the plus side of the ledger there, boys and girls. And we're not there yet. And I think that is one reason and one thing that hurts us. Quality Bill Homes, you can call your own. Step up your game. Just go to dreamfindershomes.com to find your home. If you're a first-time homeowner, man, customer service is what they're all about. They will help you go through the process because it isn't easy, right? Or, and if you're new to it, you have a lot of questions. Well, they got all the answers. Uh, they do it, and they do it well. I mean, 20-plus locations in this area, certainly one of them will suit your needs, right? Um, they are the MVP, really, of building homes, DreamFinders Homes. Go to DreamFindersHomes.com for more information. All right, so turnovers, certainly a problem. Special teams, a problem. Offense, a problem. Defense, a problem. Coaching, a problem. Upper management, a problem because of the way the team has been constructed, bro. Okay? Should... You know, I don't know enough about offensive line play, but the people that I trust tell me it's not good. Getting Cam back's got to help. Remember when we talked about no Ray Lewis, no dog, no Lee? Cam Robinson is as close to that as we have on the offensive oh, line. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's got at least the nasty in you. He's got at least the I'll finish you in you. He's got at least the I'll fight you in you. And maybe... Maybe, just maybe, they'll be able to run the ball his way a little bit on Sunday. Man, do we need an explosive play from ETN in the worst way. Oh, man. Did you watch the game last night and watch Brees Hall? Um, I didn't pay particular, I didn't pay particular okay. uh, attention to him. Brees Hall is really good, dude. Brees the Beast. Oh, man, I like that guy. And I'll say this, and this is one thing I don't see from ETN. And, and, and one thing we should, the cutback. Brees Hall goes to the right, and there's, and there's heavy to the right on defense. He sticks that foot in the ground and cuts back to the left. But he doesn't go backwards. He finds He's a good running back, man. Yeah. He's really good. And I got a college for Brees Hall? Iowa State. Who was his quarterback at Iowa State? I didn't. Seneca Wallace. Brock Purdy. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty good one-two punch, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You want to know why that Matt Campbell guy was getting mentioned for? <laughs> yeah, Brees Hall and Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brees Hall and Brock Purdy at Iowa State. That's pretty doggone good, ain't it? You got one of the best running backs in the game and one of the best uh, 
quarterbacks right now going, although he had a bad game last week. But Brees Hall, like, like this is not, by the way, Brees Hall's doing it on a team that can't throw. Got Trevor freaking Simeon. You know what he had? Uh, 13 for 84 last night. And nine catches for 42 yards. Week before, he had 20 for 95. Brees Hall's a good player, man. I like Brees Hall. He's got 816 yards rushing this year. Kind of ETN-like, but it's 4.39 a catch. And you know a run. You know how many receptions Brees Hall has this year? Uh, I'm going to say 50. Yeah, higher. Oh, wow. Yeah. 70? 74. Ooh. 74 catches, dude. Zoom tight. Thank you. That's what happens when you, of course. And by the way, also shout out to Garrett Wilson. You know why? He's balling still. That dude went over 1,000 yards receiving this year. Who's throwing him the ball? Everybody. Simeon, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Good gosh. They got them one. That young boy can go. The Jets could have been the Browns if they had signed Joe Flacco. That's so I, crazy. Jeff always says, yeah, but they had him last year. I don't care. Whatever the fountain of youth is that he found, he found. Maybe he just needed to rest his body. But the Jets' biggest error was riding with Zach Wilson. When he wasn't, he's just not the guy. Joe Flacco has won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco put together a stretch. Let me give you Joe Flacco before we go to break here. Let's go to break. I'll come back and do it in the 10-minute drill. But, I, I see him sunning Quentin Williams, too. I got oh, you the, found it? The, the boys in it Am I right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, in the culture, we don't do that. No, man. All right. I see. That's good, though. Because in, in OMW, you, you might do that at times. <laughs> and you don't see anything. Like, you didn't know. Yeah. No, I didn't know. Right. I'm glad I, I learned. I get it. Because it, it, was, it was almost a little embarrassing, I think. <laughs> I mean, he really slapped him away. And then he was happy to see him. Right. But it was like a reaction. You know? And it, you could, he told him, like, hold on, man. What are you doing, bro? Don't touch me on my head like that, bro. Yeah. And then they went back to talking. All right, as we go to break since 2014, one official home builder of the Jags, that's DreamFinders Homes. DreamFinders Homes everywhere you want to live. Get off the sideline, Jags fans, and into the game. DreamFinders will help you navigate your home purchase. Visit DreamFindersHomes.com for all your moving ready homes. And step up your game! Hit it! All right, sports concepts and rationalizations. We're battling it here today. Stand by. A little bit of sniffles. Bless you. Bear with me, Jacksonville. We're going to make it. Yeah, I'm going to start this segment with a question, then I'm going to give you some numbers. Oh, yeah. I want to ask you this question. I'm listening. Joe Flacco. Yep. Is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, that makes me, that immediately made me think, is he elite? Uh, is Joe Flacco, uh, Super Bowl, who was, who was the MVP of that Super Bowl? Ray Lewis, you, you know, it was probably Ray Lewis. It's a great question. Uh, I know who should have been MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Flacco. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. He might be a Hall of Famer. Not first ballot. No. But he might be a Hall of Famer. And this stretch right here. If I had asked you a month ago, is Joe Flacco a Hall of Famer, you would have said no. I would have said no, yep. And I would say no. And it might still be no. Yeah. But I'm just saying, listen to what I'm about to tell you, okay? And Joe Flacco has played 15 postseason games. 
How many do you think he's won? Uh, ten. Ten and five. That's really good. Pretty good. Okay. In fact, I'm going to get the winning percentage on that in a second. But listen to what Joe Flacco did in the Super Bowl year when the uh, they beat Indianapolis 24 to nine. He threw two touchdowns, no picks, 125 rating. They beat Denver. Remember that game? And Peyton 38 35 threw for 331, three touchdowns, no picks. 116 rating. Yeah, I remember that, that Super Bowl run he had. Was they beat New England 28-13. He threw for 240, three touchdowns, no picks, 106 rating. Then in the Super Bowl, he threw for 287 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, 124 rating. And he didn't win the MVP? Well, I don't know. I'm going to look in a second. I think he may have. Check that for me, E. Oh. He had to. In that postseason, gang, he threw 11 touchdowns with no picks. 11 touchdowns with no picks. And threw for over 1,100 yards. I mean, he was terrific. The following year, he beat the Steelers. They lost to New England 35-31. Yeah, he won the MVP. He was? Yeah. Yeah, he should have been. He threw for 292 yards in the loss to New England. I mean, this guy. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe Flacco, dude. He's. And he, oh, you know, he never lost a playoff. Any year that his team made the playoffs, he didn't lose the first game. Okay? Uh-huh. So he always made it to the second round. Yes. That's a bad sign for us, by the way, but I'll, we'll get. To, we'll worry about that later. We're not worried about that right now. Right, right. Okay? We just want to get there. Yeah. I'm just suggesting to you that this, this team has suddenly become a very dangerous out in the playoffs. And I'm talking about the Brownies. Joe Flacco and Tom Brady are tied for the most road postseason wins. And by the way, Tom Brady started a hell of a lot more um, playoff games than Joe Flacco, okay? Uh-huh. So, I just, uh, Joe Flacco winning percentage all time. Let's see, Bart Starr was 9-1. and one. Can't wait. Mahomes is 11-3. and three. I'm just looking at guys who played a uh, Terry Bradshaw was 14 and 5. Troy Aikman was 11 and 4. Tom Brady 35 and 13. Oh god. 35 and 13. Yeah, I know. Go. <laughs> Joe Burrow's off to a nice start, 5 and 2. Yeah. Joe Montana 16 and 7. Joe Flacco 10 and 5. John Elway 14 and 7. I'm just saying I'll say this. If Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer, uh-huh. and I think he is, he won two. Yeah, he got two. But he's eight and four in the postseason now. He and Joe Flacco's up. They're very similar, I think. But no? Eli, Eli got things playing in his favor. Remember, like how you told me about the star. That star has pushed. Well, Eli played in New York. I know he did. He won two Super Bowls in New York. <laughs> he has he has his moment. Yep. Like the the David Tyree throw. So he has a lot of things in his favor. Yes, he what's, does. What's Flacco's moment? 
Like when you when you think of Joe Flacco, I'll tell you the moment that postseason run. Yeah, well, and he, remember against Denver, he hit uh, uh, what's the guy's name? The kick returner guy, Jones. Jacoby, Jacoby Jones. Jacoby Jones. I think he's a guy. Didn't he throw like a seventy yarder to tie that game or give him the lead or something? Uh, he beat Peyton Manning in Denver in that unstoppable offense you know in Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has moments. Yeah, I think he's beat. He's beating Tom Brady. Yeah. You know he, he might be a he might be a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying. Even if he doesn't win this year, he he might already be a Hall of Famer. He might be. They're all asking if Flacco dozed off last night on the bench. There was pictures of him. Yes. Dang. But it's past as he's 39. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I won three grand riding Joe Flacco that playoffs. Good for you. And you're voting for him for the Hall of Fame. Oh, for sure. Joe Flacco was the MVP, as you said. Oh, damn. Yeah. I've got a huge birthday tomorrow, man. Who's got it? LeBron oh. James. Tiger Woods. Yeah, and it's somebody else, right? My friend Drew Copley. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look. There's three. Gra- uh, yeah, there's yeah. three goats. Or- yeah, December. You're right. I can't think of who the other one is. Is it December 31st or 30th? It's 31st. 30th. 30th. LeBron's 30th. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. All right. You're right. <laughs> Dang it. Hold on. Let me see who else is born on that day. See what happens when you're by yourself, dude. Uh-huh, you can, uh-huh. I mean, I'm not by myself, but I don't have my colleague. Going there. It's LeBron. Sandy Tiger. Koufax. Do you know who that is? Uh, yeah, Koufax is a baseball player. Yeah, pitcher. Yeah. So there's some pretty. Uh, uh, I thought there was another one though. Two. There's LeBron. There's Tiger. There's Nardo Wick. <laughs> Nardo's turning 21. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, yeah. I like him. Uh, yeah, there's not many more. <sighs> then it was it Jordan who had three? Carson Wentz. Might have been Jordan, Jim Brown, and somebody else. Jordan, Jim Brown, maybe. What's it? Uh, Michael Phelps or somebody. Uh, Layla Ali. <laughs> oh, or, or was it Muhammad Ali? I don't think it was. What day is Jordan? February 17th. Is it really? Yeah. How do you know that? I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I know that. I mean, that is weird. <laughs> I mean, you're the numbers guy over here. Give him credit. It is Michael Jordan, Ed Sheeran, Paris Hilton, are your they, favorite, Tata. Are they Are they December 30th? No, those are February 17th. Okay, yeah. Hold on. So I got Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's another big one with Jordan as well. I'm pretty sure it was Jim Brown, but. Um, hang on. Larry the Cable Guy. Jim Brown. Michael Jordan. And give me one more here. Damn, they didn't give me one more. Oh, well. There's still some other famous people, like Ed Sheeran's pretty big. I mean, Paris Hilton's pretty big, I guess. So, anyway, enough with the birthday. (laughs) What day is your birthday? July 5th. Day after. 
that, no, no, that's really the celebration for mm. real, for real. Mm. All those fireworks is just like the, the setup. E, am I over? I believe I am. I need yeah, to stay yeah, on track today. Yeah. I had a little snafu yesterday. <laughs> time to go uh, this is the drill at 1010XL 92.5 FM. <laughs> I've learned so much already this morning. This is why I love this show. And you get reminded of things, things you know but you forget. That's when you're a true sports historian. Yeah. Well, we learned a lot about Joe Flacco, and and then E was looking at the pass to Jacoby Jones against Denver, and he goes, hey, is that Tony Carter? And it was Tony Carter from Mandarin High School. You, all these guys have these moments in their lives that we love to talk about yep. and be fans of, and it's just great stuff. Why we love sports. Oh, I love sports. But I hate them, too. It's tough for me being a sports fan. I mean, I miss my Gators being good, man. I mean, we just, not even in a bowl game, E. Yeah. Not even a bowl game, Not bro. even like, we were in the Vegas Bowl a couple years ago. We got beat 30-3, to but at least we were in it. Dad gum. Tomorrow's Ball's birthday, too? Late great Balls? Dang. I'll have to remember to call him. Shout out. Shout out to Jack Hancock, too. He has a birthday. All kinds of people having birthdays. Great time of the year. It is. Sneaky best week of the year, peeps, for many reasons. <laughs> also, on this date in history, an iconic term was born. And I think he has the audio. 1975, I take you to... Metropolitan Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota on a cold, dreary day. The playoffs happened years ago earlier because the season wasn't 16 months. There was this. He is going to coach. Drew's here, Scott. He got it. Touchdown. I didn't know they had it for a while. Got the ball back. I don't believe it. There you go. Simber. The Dallas Cowboys were down 14 to 10. He. The Minnesota Vikings. He launched that thing. Who have a long history of heartbreak. Maybe more than any. You could talk to a Viking fan. You got to remember all the ways they've lost games through the years. And the Super Bowls that they lost. I mean, think about the Saints game. I mean, there's so many of them. Yeah, the, uh, the pass interference joint. Oh. But in 1975 with Tom Landry and Bud Grant. 14 to 10. The Vikings on top of the Cowboys. Time for a play. Roger Staubach throws it up. Drew Pearson pushes off. He did push off. <laughs> he did. And catches the ball, scores the touchdown, 17-14. to Dallas wins the game and moves on in the postseason. It was called the Hail Mary. That's when the Hail Mary was born. We've had a lot of Hail Marys since. Wait, uh, that that's what started it? That's what started it. Oh. That's where it was born. Hmm. Yeah. And I was like, 
As I mentioned, the Vikings. I don't want the players. I want the... Oof. Let's see something right here real quick. You got to scroll through things sometimes, E. You got to. Guys, just got to be patient. It's worth the payoff. It's a virtue. It is. That's not what I was looking for. Once again. Let's see. Anyway, the Vikings have certainly had their share of tough losses. They've lost four. This is, a, this is why, you know, it's what we go through here in Jacksonville, right? This is our 29th year. We're trying to go back to back to the playoffs for just the, for just the second time in franchise history. Just the second time, man. The Vikings have lost four Super Bowls. Oh. They were the first team to make it to four Super Bowls. They lost all four. Okay? Oh, man. They lost on that Hail Mary that you just saw. Oh, that's a, that got oh, man. Lose like that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They've lost. They lost the. NFC Championship when Dante Culpepper was thrown to Chris Carter and Randy Moss and Robert Smith had the best season of his career. And they were favored to beat the Giants and go to the Super Bowl. And they lost 41 to nothing. Current doctor, Robert yeah. Smith. That's right. They lost 4th and 24. They've lo- I mean, they have lost more ways than the, 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 the Falcons beat them at home. In the NFC Championship game. The Falcons. I could go on and on. I won't. See, the quarterback whisperer has made it here, so I'm happy. Grinding through this. So here's what we're going to do, E. Uh-huh. We're get on time. So what happens stays between us. The snafu from yesterday. Uh-huh. We don't uh-huh. need you people talking about it on, on the text line. <laughs> Keep that between us. Oh, no. Is this true? I'll check on that and come back with that. Um, shout out to Tammy Partain birthday tomorrow as well. Happy birthday, sweet Tammy. Happy birthday, Tammy. Yep. A lot of birthday times. Denny, is it your birthday? No, it's not Denny's birthday in case you're wondering. We're back with more Denny Thompson next. Oh, Mr. Six Points. Hey, uh, you know there's people, E, that at the end of the year they make enough money where their accountant goes, hey, you need to go buy a truck real quick. Uh-huh. Y'all know this is a thing? No. Yeah, like apparently if there's over a certain amount of weight to a car, it's a write-off. What? What? Yes. I'm in the wrong industry. Yes, so there's people (laughs) whose accountant calls them like now and goes, hey, dude, you need to go buy a truck. I want to get to that level, man. I was <laughs> thinking too. about George Moore. So if you need a truck, go to, go to George Moore. If you're, I want a truck. I want a truck. I know. I, that's I mean, that's I my be... goal. I want to make that much money where my accountant calls me and goes, Denny, you got to hurt and go buy a truck real quick. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Denny, how are you, friend? Man, I'm great. How are the kids? You got your camps going on? Yeah, we got our last holiday camp. We had one last week. We got one this week. Mm-hmm. Um it's a fairly intense three days for these dudes, man, yeah. and for me too. So uh, be glad to have this one done, and then we roll right into draft prep Monday. Starts Monday. Starts Monday. New year. New year, new draft prep, man. It's uh, oh. it's exciting, it's fun, but it's it's daunting. But um, 
man, it's worth it just to hear an now, eight ball. Now, do you guys like compete for guys and stuff? Is that how that work? How does that world work? Or somebody calls you, their their agents call you? Yeah. Well, you normally get agent calls. Yeah. I mean, we've been very fortunate where most of our guys are homegrown. So right. We've had them since they were very young. Right. Um, but yeah, you get a bus, especially after last year. We got a ton of agent calls, but you can only take so many, and there's only so many people in this world that do this. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anybody's really out there fishing hard for business. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's a bunch of guys like Jordan Palmer will go do whatever he's got to do to make runs at the top guys. Yeah. We don't do that. Okay. It's it's like we're just, hey, we want four guys, and if we can get four guys, That's we're what happy. You, is that what you look for? Like, That's our, our cap. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got we got some receivers. So they come to Jacksonville like and live here for four they, months or yeah. three months or however three long. Months. Three yeah, months. Yeah, they come and in, three months. And then work with you daily on all kinds of things. Man, they – I you know, it's funny because I don't do – I don't do nearly as much as like Tom and Tort. Tom and AJ right. at Tort do a ton. They're there for, you know, five, six hours a day. And then uh, Will Hewlett and I will throw them, you know, an hour and a half a day, mm-hmm. maybe. And then we'll do some board work and mm-hmm. nutrition work and mm-hmm. flexibility stuff. And they'll get treatment. And it's a full time job. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's for these guys, it's the day starts at 7 30. It ends probably around four. Yeah. And that's uh, five days, sometimes six days a week. Wow. Yeah. Uh, is Joe Flacco a Hall of Famer? Man, man. How much fun is he to watch right now? Well, it might not be fun in a couple of weeks, but we'll worry about that when it happens. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, the numbers say, probably say that he should be, but man, he's a, he's a football player. That's for dang sure. He's a football player. That guy knows how to play the position. He had, I, I, I tell you what, he does. He has great, <laughs> um, I don't know how to uh, you, give me the term, but the way he handles the football yeah. in the pocket with his play action, yeah. Yeah. he put it in behind him one on one play. I mean, he has great – That's he's great at that. There's one thing – that's one thing that's kind of gone away. Yeah. And you would think it – and even – It's not just a cursory fake. And, you know, right. He, we, he actually when, – Man, when I came up, we worked ball skills. Yeah. Ball right. control all the time. Right. Man, we rarely work it now because yeah. it's shotgun. It's a little yeah. play action. Yeah, we, it's it's a skill that's going away. We need to do more of that because you're right. He is a magician. He's like, I mean, Peyton was the same way. Yeah, I uh, love Brady was I, the same way. Yeah, he's been terrific. Um, obviously, now he'll throw it to the other team. Yeah, he he, he, he should have had another pick last night. The Jets guy somehow missed it, and Elijah Moore came down with it. By the way, Elijah Moore face down. A uh, con- little bit of convulsions there on that on that concussion oh, that he got. That. Was, yeah, he went face down. Usually you go on the side. Yeah. Face mask went straight into the ground. Mm. And then he kind of rolled over. Where were they playing? Cleveland. So Soft grass, grass, thank God. Grass, yeah. 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 But, yeah. We're but not far def- from seeing this turf stuff go away, by the yeah, way. I would think you're right. Yeah. I would think you're right. I would right. say in the next two seasons, like yeah. it, unless it's a dome, they're mm-hmm. going to be grass. How do we fix our, uh, our Jaguars here? And um, well, is, is it fixable at this point, or is it? Did we get carried away? I, no. No? No. We at did eight not get th- carried away. We, they're better than they're playing? Well, I mean, they're in. Are, are they a 9-8, and 10-7 and seven team at best? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it, here's the way I see it is I see it as they're injured up front. They're injured out wide. They got, let's just call them not-so-precise routes from a couple of guys, mm-hmm. right? And so defensively, I think guys are just going, okay, well, we're going to put a box count that tells you you can't run the football. And then we're just going to be semi-disrespectful, and we know your offensive line can't hold up long enough for you to get deep, so we're just going to press you up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's working. And they can't sustain a drive all the way down the field 
because they're constantly having to look for the big play because they know they can't sustain a drive. Right. You know, all of a sudden, for this, at earlier in the season, if they got a false start on third and three and it was third and eight, okay, right. cool. We got a chance to right. get it. Now we don't. Right. Now, and so every single mistake is just magnified and teams are, teams are crushing that. There's a blueprint right now. There's um, a lot, there's a lot of criticism, but I'm curious from an X's and O's standpoint, just your thought. Evan Ingram's had a terrific year. He's had 98 catches. He's going to be only the second Jaguar player in history with 100 catches. No, that's, only that's Jimmy wild. Smith. Jimmy Smith did it twice. That's Evan wild. Ingram. Now, with that said, and this is not a criticism. I, I, he's done everything that's been asked of him. I love the kid. He was a great signing. Probably the best Balky signing he's had. Um, it's a quiet 98. Yeah, it is. Like, how come we don't shoot him down? This like <laughs> like in Joku last night. Yeah. When how do we get a quarter like that or a game like that from Evan Ingram? How come we, we don't how come we never have five for one twenty from Evan Ingram, but we have five for thirty eight? Yeah. Well remember, I know he's a security player. Remember blanket. his first like he had what do you go, sixty five catches without a touchdown? Yes. I mean, that's unreal. Yeah. And he's a great weapon in <laughs> yeah, the red zone. That's, that's yeah. nothing against him. It right. just sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Right. So what, what I, I I like I think largely the reason you're not seeing stuff like that is because the play action game's not on. Mm-hmm. You, you, we can't you like run. to run that against play action. You like okay. to bring a, a, a linebacker a little bit closer to the line. And so I, I, most of the stuff they're running with Ingram to me seems to be outside, right? It seems to be outside the hashes a little bit, trying to get him down. They've tried to hit a back shoulder a couple times to him down the sideline on, on third and long. Um, but they got to figure out a way. That's Doug Peterson's thing. Yeah. And it's being kind of, that's the thing. It's kind of being taken away from him, I think, with the lack of, of personnel that he's got. He likes to scheme people open. And the reason why I jumped to say at eight and three, no, we weren't overreacting is because mm-hmm. at that time, defenses had to figure out how do you guard Zay, Kirk, Ridley, right. ETN, and Ingram. Right. Yeah. Now we're down two of them. Right. Right. And so it just changes the whole landscape of how you can move people around and create matchups, which is what Dougie P is so good at. Uh huh. We're visiting with Denny Thompson here, trying to figure out what ails the Jags. It's a bunch of different things, obviously, and I think that's the problem. If it was one thing that you could fix, okay, we can fix it. But And and look, we've talked ad nauseum about Trevor Lawrence, and, I, and I'm sure Trevor Lawrence would admit this. You know, Trevor Lawrence, it's not all his fault, but he has not had the year that we thought he would have, I don't think. And again, not all his fault, but he's had some bad decisions. I don't know. Like, the last couple of weeks, man, I, yeah. I, I love me some Trevor. Yeah. But the last couple of weeks, I, I, especially the Baltimore game, that's on him. Like, yeah. that is his fault. Yeah. I mean, that you, you just can't do the things that he's doing right now. And that's I what understand. I mean. Yeah. I, I, I understand, man. Like, you're trying to make plays. You right. Know, we watched it with Brock this past week is, mm-hmm. is you just kind of get into this mode of, man, I need to play. I need to play. I got to get going. And he just can't find it. And right. every time it seems like he gets one, then he follows up with something like the, the long pass and then the uh, whatever that was right for halftime against Baltimore. Oof. Right. Every time he gets a good play, right. it's followed by something that just kind of kills him. Well, I'll give momentum. you one for the life of me. I'll never understand in the Tampa game. I mean, Trevor, ball security is an issue with Trevor. Seven lost fumbles. Uh, he's back to pass. He's got blitz right in his face. He sees the blitz. Yeah. Okay. He's got Evan Ingram basically running along the line of scrimmage, but he's wide open. Flip it to him. And for some reason, he rips, he pumps the ball, but he doesn't throw it. He brings it back down. Why? Then he gets hit and he fumbles and loses the ball. He knew that, first off, you get a little gun shy, I think, because of the, you know, I get that part. 
But if you know the numbers don't match up, you got to diagnose the play. You know, Brady was great. I'm not saying he's great. Brady was great at knowing what he was going to do when he got to the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe he needs to do a little more. I don't know what it is. Well, the thing and, is, and, though, and then, you and then, just and then, described, he's good at usually. Yeah. Usually, Trevor's the guy that you don't want to blitz. Right. Trevor's the guy that if there's a guy about to hit him, if he's right in his face, yeah. that he's unaffected by that usually. So, I, yeah, I think, like, I just think he's pressing a little bit. How do how do receivers and quarterback miscommunicate? Like uh, Peterson said today, or th- not today, this week, they didn't see the hand signals. I mean, I, I, how is that possible this far into the season? How is it possible? <laughs> I don't know. That that's the part there. I, the miscommunication. I know. You know. I mentioned this a few weeks ago about the checks at the line, and then I heard it kind of come back up again this week. And mm-hmm. like everything else, when something comes up, people run with it. And right. It's like they make stuff up. Right. Listen, it's not like this guy's getting up to the line and checking any play he wants to check to. Right. In the in in college and pro now, you have a base call, and then if they present a look, then you have a base check off of that call. Okay. Right. Okay. It's not that complicated. Right. So it I even if it's you know hand signals check whatever, is we're at a point in the season where the receivers should not even have to think. Like right when they hear that word or see that signal, they should know. This is how we run this against man. This is how we run this against zone. We like to run this against zone. This is where I like to sit down. All this stuff should be automatic right now. And the fact that it's not, man, that's, that makes quarterback position really hard to play. <sighs> I don't think there's, – there's, listen, in any game when you lose, there's always some play calls. I, I, don't, I don't know what the answer is play calling-wise. I know that people are mad – I press Taylor too. Do you have what are your thoughts about the play call? Does it bother you? Does no, it stand I out? Is there... No, I mean I, I think at some point they're going to have to just and probably this week I mm-hmm. would think is they're going to have to line up and say I know you're giving me a box count that we're not supposed to be able to run into, but right. we're going to run. Right. We're we're, we're going to we got a couple running backs. We're going to hand the ball off to him. We're going to get Trevor a little bit healthy. We're not going to put the whole game on his shoulders. Right. We're going to win the football game. We're going to get in the playoffs. Then we're going to figure this crap out. Right. I think that's this week, but I don't think like when I watch the game, I don't go, God, my gosh, that's a terrible play call. Yeah. They still got the short yardage issues, yeah. but outside of that, I just think it's an execution thing. I, 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 th- I, I think it, they are in a funk right now to where somebody is always screwing up every play. Yes. There's somebody that just botches the whole play. Yes, and they look, it makes them the other ten look like a bad football team, and it's just man, it happens. You know, I sat there and watched Brock. This past week, throw four interceptions. Brock, Brock Purdy, uh, one of Denny's guys. Worst game as a pro. Yeah, worst game. And, and the first interception was a bad one. Kyle Hamilton is an absolute oh, stud. He's good. He is so good. God. Um, so the first one was a bad one, and then Brock got a couple tip balls. But then I listened to him in the press conference a couple days later, uh-huh. and he said something that I was like, man, that's so good. He said, you, you, you throw a couple interceptions, and all of a sudden you start thinking, man, I got to make a play. But I don't want to throw an interception. You know, and he's saying this in his press conference. And he says it puts into perspective that whole one play at a time thing. Right. Right? That's where one play at a time hits home. We need that. That's the that's the mentality you've got to have if you're Trevor, if you're the play caller, if you're everybody, if you're Calvin Ridley. If you mess up one play, man, you can't let this thing escalate into something, into a four-week slide. One more question about quarterbacks. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's almost January. And it's been a long season. And, again, there are no excuses in the NFL. And nobody ever feels sorry for you. And that's just the way it is. 
However, I'm just curious what your thought would be, having talked to these guys at the highest level, where they get mentally and physically after a long season in which we've, this is the fourth time we're not sure about Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. He's battled back from ankle, which I'm sure still hurts. He's battled back from knee, which I'm sure is probably not healed. He's battled back from a concussion. And now he has a right shoulder, um, whatever, sprain. Just it has to it has to drain you mentally and physically. Yeah, I I I we've maybe even more mentally. This. Yeah, we've talked a lot about this, not with Trevor, but yeah. with a lot of our guys. Yeah, it's interesting because there's two sides to it. There's yeah. the week side, right? There's the Monday through Saturday and what they have to do and how exhausting that is. Right. I mean, it is constant PT. Right. Constant PT. Right. But then when you talk to them, it's like if they can get to Sunday and they can get to that warrior mentality, a right. lot of them actually like to play that way. It's it's you know it's okay. not it's not a it's limiting, um, but there's kind of a this is what this sport is. And Correct. when you get to this point of the season, like right. you know, you're looking across and you know there's eleven guys feeling the exact same way. Right. And so at this point it does become survival of the fittest. Nutrition. There's yeah. nutrition. Yeah. And there's something there's there's something about these guys that they've survived that way their whole life and they thrive in that. Yeah. And that, I think also as a city collectively, we understand Trevor's in his third year. Yeah. And we understand that this is the time of year where legends are made and you find out your quarterback is yeah. going to be that guy. Yeah. And we're not that's the part I think as a city we're looking at and we're just going, wait, 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 wait. Right. We thought we had Mahomes, like right. what's happening here? Right. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't worry about it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like that's what you want to you want to see Trevor flip a switch these next couple weeks and go, okay, yeah, this is our dude. We're rocking with Trav for the mm-hmm. next ten. Can you ask Denny why we repeatedly call a reverse to Ridley? Oh my god, Denny, gosh. why do we repeatedly call reverses to Ridley? Oh man, um, I mean, I understand the reasoning why, but at some that's point, that's a bad play call. I think it. we all agree, but that happens in the course of a game. You know, you want that perimeter so badly. Mm-hmm. And you've got an offense right now that just cannot sustain a drive. And as a play caller, you're like, what do I have on this sheet that I feel like can score mm-hmm. or can give us a, a, a burst? And, and on top of that, you know that Ridley is your most explosive guy. How do I get him the ball? And, yeah, you try to get creative with it. And then at some point, though, you just got to look at it and go, man, that's not working. Mm. It's tough. Hey, listen, man, calling plays is tough. Oh, yeah. It's tough, man. It is, uh, I mean, multitasking at its finest. Half the time you're barely watching the play because you're getting ready for the next one. I just one. don't think – I think there are a lot more problems than the play calling, I in agree. my opinion. I, and, again, everyone's I, – I, I get it. It's easy to sit there and go – and there's a part of me that says, you know what, maybe Doug, you know, maybe you should just say, look, I'll show you. I'll do it this week, and the results will be the same. <laughs> do you really think, though, that – in the midst of a four-game losing streak mm-hmm. that Doug hasn't spoke up on that headset several times ago, look, of course he has. this is what we're running. Yeah, of course he has. Like, if it was that bad, in fact, it I would, would have say, already been I taken would say over. there's a sense of, I don't want to say panic, but there's a sense of panic <laughs> yeah, down should there. should be. I mean. There should be. Denny, m- one of my things is long-term ramifications if this thing goes south and you lose these last two. You don't come back from that next year. You don't. If you lose your last six football games, Denny, look at the Titans. Yeah, Miami did. Did did they get back up Uh, off? The Dolphins came back from it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Did they lose their last six? What, they lost their last five, I think, last year. 
Damn you. <laughs> I don't but, need that. But but no, no, no. I, your point is valid, but I I think also uh-huh. um I look, I, I'm a glass half full guy when it comes to this stuff. Uh-huh. I like to think that inside the Jags locker room right now, uh-huh. that that they they just got blown out. Yes. In back to back weeks that they're sitting back and they have that same level of urgency. They were eight we and three and they finished nine and eight, the the Dolphins a year ago. Okay. But they did lose five in a row. Yeah. So that's fair. Yeah, but I would like to think that this desperation that they're in, this panic that they're in, mm-hmm. is one that produces a result. That would be nice. And so I'm not ready to go there yet. I think they can win these last two, and if they can get healthy, I you know I don't know what's happening with Zay, um, what his what if they're even going to be able to open his window. But if they could get him back and Cam back, and and we could get 16 back on track, like listen, winning that first playoff game is not out of the question. Right. And then all of a sudden you win that first playoff game and now you're riding a three-game streak and now it's a whole different vibe here in Jacksonville. Uh, one more question before we go on the text line and a fair question I should have asked you. Uh, is there any truth to the rumor that Luke Cromanhawk will play in the Orange Bowl? He can't. I was, told that, I was told to ask you about him, though. He's practicing with the Seminoles, yeah. which has got to be quite a thrill. Like I, Our guy Jake, I saw Jake in his Michigan uni uh e yeah uh yeah he flew out to uh california so what a thrill for these kids it's what, awesome that's one of the positives of being an early enrollee with a program like that because is jake Wareham, man? I, need I that. think he was 53 maybe but okay. I, I saw it yesterday my son showed it to me so shout out to jake uh but have you uh, you probably i don't know if you've talked to luke at all this we week, texted but, yeah, yeah he's having a blast it's got to be great man they flew him down there on christmas morning Mm-hmm. So he woke up and like I think his flight was at like ten o'clock. Flew straight to Miami in his first ever practice for the Orange Bowl. How cool is that? Yeah. But that situation, that quarterback situation, is funny because if if something happens for Brock or to Brock, the next two guys, one of them is our is one of our guys, or Who? preferred walk-ons, Michael Grant. Oh, yeah, from McClay High School. Yeah. So <laughs> like I mean, this guy just out there living his best life. I'm gonna. Go get a, a, a ring here. He's getting with Jordan meaningful Travis snaps in practice. Absolutely. And next yeah. thing you know, oh, crap, I'm one snap away from playing in the Orange Bowl. Yeah. And they've got another guy, I think Dylan McNamara, who's a year older yeah. uh, than Mike is. But the point is, like, if, 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 something, if somebody has to go in, it's yeah. somebody that didn't plan on going in to start the year Ever. at any point. At any point. Yeah. It's amazing what, what's happened there. Um, I'm assuming they're, they're in the po- – what, what were your thoughts about uh, – Tate in the transfer. Well, I don't know what really. There's went criticisms down. on both sides. I understand both sides. Mm-hmm. Certainly, I understand the kid leaving mm-hmm. because you're actively pursuing uh, the Ward kid, Ugalele. Right. You obviously He's don't. Not th- the future. Yes. Right. It's yeah. clear. Yeah. But why did I take a week of taking all the first team snaps and then decide? And if I'm the kid, why not play in the Orange Bowl and then leave? Well. I don't know this, yeah, but this sounds to me like he already knows where he's going. Okay. This sounds to me like one of these things where, okay, yeah, I know where I'm going. Right. May have gotten a little bit of money because guys that have taken snaps and have film are mm-hmm. so valuable right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the numbers are, are actually crazy. So it sounds to me like this is already a done deal. Somebody asked going. me yesterday, do you think you can improve your draft stock by playing in a bowl game? I, It's one game. Can you improve your draft stock by – playing in that one game because some of these kids who are going like uh the kid from Kansas State offense interior offensive lineman he's like the highest rated guard Connor Beebe is his mm-hmm. name he played last night he mm-hmm. wanted to finish what he started hey shout out to him but I I'm so over the announcers in every bowl game telling me 
well, this is more of what. Listen, I got no problem with the kid. I'd opt out too, man. Well, we've had this conversation, yeah. and this is what we. I'll, I'll talk. You, yeah, Sanchez. I think you can improve it, but okay. it, you have to do something special. Yeah, you have to do something really special. Connor Beebe ain't improving his draft well, stock by playing. He's just doing the program a solid and what he feels like. I finished what I started, and that's a good message. Yep. But uh, well, I'll take our guys. Like yeah. our guys that have decided not to play at times. Sometimes it's an injury, and they just want to get healed up. Yeah. But the reality is this. They're not going to make a throw in that bowl game that's even close to as big of a throw as they're going to make at the combine and at their pro day. There you go. All that kind of stuff. So if if, if you're a little bit banged up and, and you've already mm-hmm. put down film, then, man, let's let's get you healed up a little bit. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And that's a good point. Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know, it's a fascinating thing, and it goes it back and forth. And I, like It's I said, wrong, by the yeah, way. I yeah, hate it. Yeah. I, I absolutely hate that I think that maybe. How about this, though, Denny? How about this? How about this? When I sign you to your NIL contract, already in it. I contract you to play all the games. It's it's, it's already in it, and they still opt out. It, it's uh, it's in the. Con- this is new, man. This okay. is new. So right. it, it wasn't technically in it, but there are <laughs> there are schools that yeah. have said, "Man, if you ain't playing, we ain't paying you this month." Right. And there's really nothing in that contract that keeps them from doing that. So yeah, I I, I mean it's okay. definitely a topic right now. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. It is. It is what it is, man. All right, it was great to see you, my friend. You too. Happy New Year. You too. It's our friend Denny Thompson, six points. Uh, Draft prep starts Monday, ladies and gentlemen, so you better get ready. Friday five-pack next. The glory is over. I'm just trying to stay alive (laughs) mathematically. Splashy. Get that baseline walking. We're back. The goal this week is to keep it Keep alive mathematically. That's that's the goal for yours truly. We welcome uh, the cat and Jeffrey to the line. Good morning. Uh, Cat, give me the numbers, please. The numbers are I am at plus five. Plus five. Jeff is at plus four. Plus four. And Dan, you are at minus six. Minus six? Yes. Mm. That's a problem. That is a big problem. Uh, Dan, Cat, and Jeff. Cat uh, says I got to go eight and two, and you guys got to go two and eight. Correct. So uh, that's uh, not not out of the question. Not out of the question, but considering my track record of late, uh, yeah, I can't pick my nose. We'll see. All right, here we go. Uh, I so Dan, Cat, and Jeff is the order as implemented by Jeff. So uh, no, no, we're first. Hold on. Yeah. We're, we're following, a, you know, a formula. Yeah, 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 yeah. It rotates. Okay. Right. You're just, yeah, you yeah. told me that's the order. I'm not doubting right. you. I'm fine with that. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I will go with, and I think I'll be stealing this from you guys probably, but at this point, anything goes. I, I If Alabama's an underdog, I'm picking Alabama. So I'm taking Alabama plus one and a half. Yeah. All righty. Cat, you're up. All righty. I will start off with a team that I uh, that I adore because they are sorry, Crimson Tide fans. Sorry, I just killed you, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this this team is underappreciated by uh, by Vegas. I'm going with the Hawkeyes against Tennessee in the Cheez It Citrus Bowl down there in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Give me Iowa plus six to cover. 
I don't. Okay. I, I like that one. I had. It's actually six and a half, Cat. Okay, nice. there you. I had that on my board, by the way. All right, we got a board. I uh, Alabama would have been my would have been my number one pick for sure. I I like another SEC team. Um, you know, there's one college game where at least it looks like for the most part all the dudes are playing. So mm-hmm. I'll take Ole Miss getting four and a half against Penn State. Okay. Um. I, I listen. This is the kiss of death because there's like six, seven games here in the NFL that look easy to me. Um, and I, gosh, I hate to say that. Uh, here we go. Um, first up, I'm going to ride a hot Raiders team getting three and a half. I don't care if they're playing. I hope you're right. Give me the Raiders plus three and a half. I hope you're right. Yes, please, please, Raiders. Probably a little bit of that in there. <laughs> All right, back to me. Back to me. We are uh, going to stay in the college game because I just love I love the bowl games, folks. Um, you got uh, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Wyoming, heading down there to Arizona, <laughs> and Tule heading across the country. Yes. Give me those rockets from Tule They are plus three and a half against Wyoming. Yeah, plus three and a half. Yeah. All right. What you don't understand is that's the last game ever for the Wyoming coach. Probably should have done your homework on that, Cat. (laughs) He's mailing it in. Yeah, sure am. I'm going to take. uh, I'm going to take. I'm going to go. I'm going to go full out here on uh, Monday, and I'm going to ride with the Washington Huskies plus four against Texas. Yeah, and then I'm going to go. Then I'm going to go with the NFL, and I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars over 38. Oh, yeah. I also I also heard that one. Huh. Who who do we think who do we think's playing quarterback? I don't know. I don't know. Man, <coughs> but desperate times call for desperate measures, Cat. I kind of think C.J. Beathard could lead us to victory. No? You want to pick him? <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in the college game first before I jump to the NFL. And, uh, look, LSU, they got the Heisman Trophy winner. I get it. They're amazing. But, listen, I don't think they give a rat behind about the ReliaQuest Bowl uh-huh. in Tampa. Okay. I think they've been on I think they've been on uh, Ybor Street, uh, Ybor City, partying. Give me those Wisconsin Badgers and plus 10 yes. in a bowl game. Give me the big pace from Wisconsin. All right. All right. The cat accusing, accusing the Bayou Bengals of partying in Ybor City. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with back-to-back. I'm glad you said college. I'm, I'm going back-to-back NFL here. Love it. Um, Bears minus three and the cold weather at home against the Falcons. Oh, my God. Just feed that to me. That's like funny. Yes. Um and then I got one of a couple here. I, I'm going to continue to fade the Chiefs, man. I'll take the Bengals plus seven. The Chiefs, they feel like the Jags. Every week they're not doing what you expect of them. Let me yep. ride that hope with seven points and, and a Bengals team still in it. So, uh, yeah, let's go Bengals plus seven. Okay. The, the Chiefs do seem in total disarray. Uh, so I like that. How about the Browns game last night? Browns clinching a playoff yeah. spot. That was Something. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that dude's okay, man. He was on the ground. That didn't look good. He was okay, uh, but I mean, 
Uh, yeah, he was convulsing. It was bad. Yeah, that, 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 uh, Elijah uh, Moore is who he's talking about. Uh, Joe Flacco, by the way, big discussion here on the morning show. Is he a Hall of Famer now? That's where we are with Joe Flacco. That's how what? good. Yeah. Oh, Flacco, wow. I will say this: Flacco is higher on all like the, all the list than you would expect when you go down that 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 route. He's much better than you think, man. And he's ten and five in the postseason, and he won a Super Bowl, and he was unbelievable in that run. And he yeah. and he and he listen. Uh, we'll worry about that if we can get there, but, uh, you know, Nick Foles, Joe Flacco. I don't know. We'll see. No, you make that when you say all those things. Yeah, Joe, that's absolutely. Yeah, because I my 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 first thing with is the same as you guys. What? And then you start looking at it and you go, huh? I I haven't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't scream one. I thought about that before. What, what do you mean, Nick Foles, Joe Flacco? Like Flacco's a thousand times better than. Flacco. No, what I'm telling you is that. Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns could get on a Nick Foles oh, Philadelphia oh, oh, Eagle oh, oh. run. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not playing really. He's winning. He's putting up some numbers. He's not playing great football. Like even the Jags game, right? It was just we he, let him get for the. He played. Right. He played great last night. He was great against yeah, a really good defense. Yeah, I, I didn't see the game. Yeah, cat, you're hey, up. Uh, my next pick. My next pick. I'm jumping to the NFL. Uh, I'm again. I'm gonna ride a hot team. Um, maybe it's because. Just watch them dismantle us, but they're about to. If they if they do this, they clinch the NFC South playoff um, for the third year in a row. Give me the Buccaneers yeah. at minus two and a half over the Saints. Yeah, at I, home. I tell you what, I've never had a week where you jokers are just clicking off the ones that I have written down. Maybe because I never write them down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll wrap up my picks. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, New England because it's 13 points yeah, over Buffalo. And then Belichick came through for me last week. Yeah, I, I don't know that. I'm not looking for a win here. I'm just looking for a good football game. And then I'm gonna take. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna surprise. I'm gonna go with an SEC team. I'm gonna go with Mizzou against Ohio State. What is that? Four, four, four? Three and a, oh, let me double check. A four and a half. Okay. I don't, th- I, you know, changing quarterbacks. Ohio State's had a lot of opt-outs, man. So. Yeah, yeah no, I can see that. And Drink, uh, Drink was probably going to try and get his voice fired up and make a statement, quote-unquote. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Is that today? That's my five. Is that today? Uh, that is 1229, which is today, yeah. Yeah. That is today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. One left, Cat. What you got? Cat, do I, it. This thing, Dan, I got – I literally have the other side of two of your picks. I do have it. Ohio State and I have Michigan. But what I, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to do one for the brand. Mm-hmm. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Give me the Jaguars minus six over the Panthers. Give me a break. We can't beat the Panthers. I don't deserve to get a victory. That's fair. Here's what scares me. I think we've done that three weeks in a row. We picked the Jets. We have. We picked them, then you picked them, then I picked them. Yeah. Bingo, bingo, yeah. bongo. So, yeah. Good luck. Here's what – you know what I hope now, Hick? What? Jags by five? Jags by five. <laughs> Jags by five with four sacks. Oh. Right. That's what Jeff wants. 
I'm a little wary of this one because uh, because it's on the road in a tough division. But man, the Vikings the Vikings are starting a rookie yeah. against a Packers team that's still sniffing around. So give me the Packers plus one and a half. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Uh, one other thing we got to clear up on the program. All the picks are in, by the way. Uh, Jeff, Ole Miss, Vegas, Bears, Bengals, Pack, Cat, Iowa, Toledo, Holy, Whiskey, Tampa Bay, the Jags, Dan, Bama, Washington, Jags over 38, New England, and Mizzou. Jeff, here is my uh, official response to your marinate on this on this wow. thing. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to do this the right way. I'm gonna try to do this. I'm gonna try to do this. Uh, the sack bet has been out there. The Jags are at 32. Is that correct? That's correct. There's a good chance the sack bet will be over on Sunday. Okay? Here's what I'm going to do. And I told this to E yesterday, so E can as, will bear out as my witness after I thought about it. Uh-huh. And Cat has had fun with the sack bet as well. And, and so Jeff came to me on Monday with an offer, a buyout, if you will, and said, Hick, marinate on this, and, but I have to have a response before Sunday. So here's my response. Uh, the, the buyout, by the way, is I can take Jeff and Mrs. P out to dinner, and it doesn't have to be any great restaurant. You know, it doesn't have to be elite five-star restaurant. But Cheesecake Factory. But he is going to Uber, was the, <laughs> was the, which is fair. All right, that's fine. Here's my response. Jeff, have Stacy call BWR. Uh, we'll get a night. We'll go to dinner, but the bet still stands. I will finish the bet like a champion. I got That's dinner. Awesome. I'll take you to dinner. That's fine. I enjoy your company. Reagan enjoys Mrs. P's company. Be glad to go. I'll pick it up, but the bet must stand. I must finish the bet, and I have to. <laughs> I have to finish the bet because if somehow, some way, it didn't work. The Googans would yeah. hate me forever. So yeah, yeah, that's it. That's that's where I am. So have Mrs. And P call a we'll BWR this weekend, yeah. and and they'll uh, we'll get a date, and we'll go to dinner. I might Uber over there too. Shoot. Yeah, but you can Uber, <laughs> but I'm not paying for your drinks. I'll buy you dinner too. <laughs> so that's where I stand. That's it. Yeah, I, hear you. I love it. I'm yeah. staring at two. I'm staring at two wheel spins. You SOBs. I wasn't trying to like. Warm into some free dinner. I know you were. That was a fair offer. I'm just telling you this is how I'm doing it. All right. That's, that's, um, There's no offense taken. Good. All, All right. right. Um, well, then just uh, six, five, four. We got two weeks to go. Good luck, but not too good. I'll talk to you boys. All right, hey, guys. Happy New- hey, Happy New Year, Guggins. Happy New Year, fellas. Yes. We'll, we'll talk to you next year. All right. Thank All you. Right. Thank you, Cad. There we go. That's the Friday Five Pack. And uh, we got more coming up next. Yes, sir. I don't know if we got to go back to last year, Uh capture that magic. I don't know what we got to do. We should have bottled some of that up. I know Denny threw the Dolphins at me. He did. That kind of threw me for a loop. It did. But I'm not going to back down. No. We're not the Dolphins. No. We're not getting up if we blow this. Man. We're not. Not next year. But we done been down before, Dan. We have, and we ain't got back up many times. We need to stay up. Yeah. 
because technically we still up. We need. That's right. We still up. We need to prove, prove to the league. We need to prove to the nation that we know how to win. Because they laughing at us. They want to be. If we blow this, then we're the so sad. Oh. Same old sorry ass Jags. Oh, Don't man. let that happen. Do not let that happen. Nope. I don't care, man. You got to win this game. Win this game and put it on the line against Tennessee. I don't care. If you was in that locker room right before the game, Mm. right before kickoff, Mm. what's your message to them Jaguars, (laughs) man? What's your message? My message, Uh fellas, is... Talk to them real quick. Guys, Uh this is what we live for. This is what we play the game for. Forget everything that's happened. It starts right here, right now. This is why in July, when it's hot as Hades outside, Uh we're dripping sweat. Drip, drip, drip. This is why we're here. One play at a time. One series at a time. One score at a time. Let's focus on today. The here and now. Take care of the football. Take care of the ball. And let's go out there and somebody knock somebody's head off in the first quarter. Send a message. Let them know that they're here to play the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Let them know that. This is the Carolina 2 and 13 Panthers. 2 and 13. You show them respect. Put some respect on my name. Bury their ass. Put them in the ground. Come on. It has to happen. It must happen. And they'd all laugh at me because I'm (laughs) 60 OMW. (laughs) But I'm just telling you, somebody step up and make a play in the first in the first series. Please send a message. Set that tone early. Don't just go through it, man. Change it up. I don't even care if you take the damn ball on the kick, uh, you know, but you better go down and score. You better go down and score. And I don't care if it's C.J. Beathard. Win the game. I mean, I kind of do. But, I mean. Well, I want if, Trevor to play. If it is C.J., I'm we just saying you can't. There's no excuse if it's C.J. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, we can't. Oh, well, uh, certainly it's I C.J. Want we're going to lose. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Come on, man. It's It's. It's just go time. And like I said, we blew the Cincinnati game. We blew the Cleveland game. But the last two have gotten worse. We must uh, no more. No more. Good gosh, man. I'm just telling you, man. I, I, know, I know our franchise. I know our team. I, I just hope they understand everything that's at stake here. Big picture. It's a big deal, man. You focus on the here and now, but there are long-term ramifications at stake here. <clears throat> and I think that's why and where the Jags have to move past that and get things done. All right? Don't be, don't be like the Pistons. <laughs> yeah, don't be like them boys. Don't be like the Pistons. Don't be like, don't be like, let's go. Like, um, this um, from the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. I couldn't agree more. The playoff starts now. Oh, there's no doubt. This is a playoff game, man. 
Yeah. This is a playoff game. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And I, I mean, I don't want to call guys out. But, you know, do you, do you think about changing a couple guys on the front? You think about putting Shatley in at center? I mean, the Fortner kid is, whatever reason, he's not playing well. And I don't always believe everything about the, the, the rankings and the numbers. But I keep seeing this, that Fortner's 33rd among centers with an 87.2 pass block win rate. E, how many teams are there? Wait, wait he's 33rd? E, how many teams are there in the NFL? 32 of them. How can you be 33rd? Oh, my gosh. says he consistently gets pushed backward into Lawrence's face. This is from D-Rock. Well, guys, again, trot Shatley out there. He can play center. He can't be worse, can he? Can't be. Can't be worse. He, he, so what, he going to be 34th? Yeah. 33rd? 30, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we've given him every opportunity. There's a couple things, a couple tweaks here and there that are on the coaching staff to make. And I don't know if, like, Devin Lloyd had a little string there where he was looking really good, and they kind of not played well of late, I don't think. You know? Hey, you play Mooma more. I don't know. I don't know, but they should know. Yeah, they should. Did they not take out Tyson Campbell some in the second half last week? Because he was getting because he was getting barbecue. Yes, barbecue, barbecue. Well, if the center's getting like that too, take him out. Toasty, take him out. It's okay. It's time to get nasty. Nine o'clock, nasty. Coming up right here on the drill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Damn. 7 a.m. Gotta wake in the morning. Gotta have. Gotta. Gotta have cereal. The time is going ticking in the morning. Get down to the bus stop. Friday. And see my friends ticking on in the front seat and in the back seat. Gotta pick which not which seat can I take? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Yeah. Friday, Friday. On Friday. Nine o'clock, nasty. Ow, ow. Shout out to all you. Hey. Ho. Clemson and Kentucky fans hanging out here in Jacksonville. Enjoy the game today. Noon kick. Almost took Kentucky plus to four. Was a little scared. A little scared. A little scared to start off and go yeah. one one right yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait till tonight. Missouri screws up and loses to Ohio State. Um, I don't know. Maybe Missouri will play. Uh, listen, a um, couple things. Love you guys. Googans. Mm-hmm. I told you we might. I went down to the sh- I went down to the closet. I looked in the prize closet. Yeah. Dusted off the shelf. I found a couple nuggets. Oh. I did. Found a couple tickets to Sunday's game. I think I got two more. E, can you confirm that I these are tickets to Sunday's game? Uh confirming, uh, yep, that's confirmed. 
641-1010. We need you. Be kind, be courteous, be, be kind, correct. Be courteous, be correct. You can go to watch the Jags beat the Carolina Panthers. Spend your New Year's Eve watching them boys. We need you. We need you. We need you at the bank. You guys have delivered all year. Yeah, we did our part. We did. But continue, let's finish strong. Regular season, that is, because we're I, not done. I figure they owe us one. They owe, Oh, they owe us one. So if you want to go, be kind, be courteous, be correct with E, and he'll hand you two tickets. E, you handle it from here. I got it. As we get ready for Jacksonville and Carolina, look, Carolina doesn't sack the quarterback. I think they have... 21 sacks this year. 21. They are not a good team. (laughs) Now, they played a good game against Green Bay at home last week, but they are not a good team. Uh, Just so you understand here, they beat Houston 15-13 in Carolina. Houston beat us, so they're capable, and they beat Atlanta 9-7. Two low-scoring games. Jacksonville, you need you need those you need those three touchdowns. You need those three touchdowns. And you need to hold Carolina down. Three or four touchdowns. They lost to Green Bay 33 to 30. They lost to New Orleans. They lost to Tampa. They lost to Tennessee. They lost to Dallas. They lost to Chicago. They lost to Indy. They lost to Miami. They lost to Detroit. They lost to Minnesota. They lost to Seattle. They lost to New Orleans. They lost to Atlanta. They're 2-13. and 13. Bryce Young has only thrown for 2,600 yards on 477 attempts. That's less than 200 yards a game. Guys, come on. 11 touchdowns, 9 picks. He's been sacked 53 times. Chubba Howard, 3.8 yards a carry, 774 yards on the ground. Miles Sanders, 3.3 yards a carry. They got no run game. Adam Thielen, cover him. He's the one you got to cover. He throws to Adam Thielen. DJ Chark has got 32 catches. Johnny Mingo's got 41 catches. Come on, man. Not a lot. I don't even know what, LaVisca Chenault's still in the league. He's got 10 catches. I don't know if he's hurt or not or if he's still playing. I don't know. Sacks, 21 sacks. 21. Gross Matos has two and a half. Brian Burns has six. Frankie Louvu has five and a half. That's it. Come on, man. Let's go. It's a game you got to win, man. It's a game you must win. They don't score. They don't, I mean, they're just, they're not, a, I mean, they're 2-13, and 13, bro, but I mean, I'm just rattling off some of the stats here because they stand out. You want defense or offense? Offense, total yards. 30th, 30th, passing yards, 31st, rushing yards, 
uh, better at us than rushing the football, unfortunately. All you got to do is run the ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Travis Etienne had six carries. Yeah, you got to run. Crazy. So, that's crazy. It's not like they're great. They're 105, 105 yards a game or 94 yards a game. We stink at running the ball. Gosh, mm-hmm. we stink. Points per game. 15.7. 15.7. We're 22.1. Yeah, we up by seven points from last year. Come on, man. Let's take care of business. Win by seven. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. I mean, defensively, they're not much better, dude. They're not much better. Yards per game? Actually, fourth, though. In, uh, well, surprise here. They're actually fourth in yards per game. Maybe that's because their offense is – I don't know. Mm-hmm. So – Carolina's defense has played not – they just don't get to the quarterback. But they do give up 25 points a game. I wonder what, what – what, like, what's the mindset in Carolina right now as they're coming to Jacksonville? They're like, oh, this team is beatable. Yes. They're like, this team is beatable. Mm-hmm. The, mar- the market, like the, the, the same morning shows over there. Oh, yeah. I wonder, like, what are they saying about us, Jaguar? They're saying, look, this is what they're saying. Look, there's nothing left. We got nothing to lose. Huh? Let it all out. Try everything. Keep letting Bryce play. You know, don't let that. This is why the first quarter is so important. They're on the road. It's New Year's Eve. You go take them. You go get up 10, 13, nothing. They start to back down. Yep. It starts to sink in. You got to have a good first quarter, Jacksonville. Don't let them hang around. Gosh, it's so frustrating. Prove me wrong. Like I said, prove me wrong. Whatever it takes, go find a way. We've talked about it all morning long. We've talked about it all morning long. Well, they lead the league in kickoff return average. Don't let them return a kick then. Right. We haven't let one... We haven't let one go, somebody go all the way, have we? Yeah, we let a fullback go all oh, the way. Oh, you forgot yeah. about it. Oh, man, you had to remind me. Oh, how, how? On the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, don't look now, but he might just be pushing Prosser out as co-host. He's been spot on the last two days. Does Prosser know how to work the board? Wow. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on. I I got a couple. There's a couple things wrong with that. Yeah. I've been spot on the past two days. Come on, man. I've been spot on. (laughs) Second of all. Um, you know, as we wrap up the year, you yes. know, like, I'm very grateful for where I'm at, the position I'm in. Yes. This is the drill. And, um, you know, Dan and Jeff started this thing. And yes. I'm, you know, I'm lucky and I'm blessed to be here. I, I, hey, you know what, what? What did LeVar Ball say? Stay in your lane. I, I'm going to stay in my lane. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it here. Love we like here. having you. I love it here. We like having you. I, but I appreciate the love, though. Absolutely. And no, pros don't know how to work the board. <laughs> no. It's imperative that I get here before pros and before the show starts. Imperative. Imperative. Like that. So anyway, that's what we're dealing with. This is what we have. This is where we are. It's 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 go time. And there's no tomorrow, man. If you lose, we're through. I don't care if mathematically we're still in it. No, we're not. If we lose to Carolina, the season is over. Over. And that has to be the message as well. If we lose to Carolina, 
The season is over. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. What just happened here? Computer went down. Um, Gators lost another to the transfer portal, a starting offensive lineman. I mean, you can spin it any way you want. You lose a starter, that's not good. So it's the Makuza guy from Baylor who was here for a year and didn't see him. There was always things going on with him, so I don't know if he enjoyed his time here or not. Florida's been very – they got a lot of guys coming in for visits in the portal. Billy Napier is going to attack the portal. He's already got four, but he needs a lot more. He needs a lot more. FSU goes tomorrow. They play in the Orange Bowl game. Four o'clock kick, I believe. I Again, it's such a throwaway game now, and it's unfortunate. Um, if you're the Orange Bowl, you got to, in a way, feel like you've been cheated. You got numbers five and six. You got the two runner-ups. But as soon as you're not playing in the playoff, you're gone. Denny had some real interesting things to say about how it works now in these, and there are these contracts with this NIL and getting paid. But listen, if you're a first-round pick, you're not making that much. If you don't get paid for a month because you opt out of a bowl game, so be it, right? I mean, so be it. So be it. So um, I don't know what to tell you on that one. Uh, I, I get it. And FSU, like I said, I I feel sorry for him. I, I heard in the update Kirk Herbstreet trying to make amends with FSU fan. I saw that on Twitter yesterday. FSU fan wants none of it. Again, a little a little over the top in my opinion, but like I said, I get it too. There's guys that I hate for 45 years because of sports, you know? Somebody does something to your team and you it, you you hold them at fault even though it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. Although I do think he has more influence than he may even know. In other words, to me, he's the most influential broadcaster in college football. For in sure. My, in my opinion. Um, influence, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Nobody's touching him. So, I get that. Lee Corso's up there too, though. Not anymore. No? God bless him, though. No. <laughs> okay. No. I mean, God bless him. He's great. Yeah. I love him, but no. No, it's all, it's all, it's all Herbie. Herbie. It's Herbie and no one else. Other guys like to think they are, but no, it's Herbie. So, but with that said, it's still not his, you know, and I don't, I'm not going to even go down that road. I can't, I can't do it. I've been through it so many times and been over it so many times. And FSU, unfortunately, will have to play, I think, a very fired up Georgia football team who's attacking in a different way. But this was FSU's stand. This was FSU's year, and they did everything they're supposed to do, and so I get where they're coming from. We just won 13 games, and we got left out. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. All right, let's come back, and uh, we'll rock and roll with some New York City headlines. We'll uh, we'll enjoy. We'll look ahead to 2024. Mm-hmm. We'll look behind to 2023. Mm-hmm. And E will name his Sportsman of the Year mm-hmm. locally. I believe it's me for the <laughs> for the fourth time in a row. Thank you, E. All the trees are in the baby. Welcome back, everybody. Friday edition of the drill. Happy New Year, everyone. When we next talk again, it'll be 2024. Got football downtown Jacksonville today, Kentucky and Clemson. Welcome to all those fans. Hope they have a good time today. Down there at uh, 
the bank. In Jacksonville, let's show them a good time. Everbank Stadium. Fans already tailgating on a chilly morning. So we got that going on. Uh, should be a good game. I think it'll be a real good game. Stanford Tree has put out condolences, RIP, to my dear friend and mentor, the Pop-Tarts Bowl mascot. I find solace in knowing that in being eaten, you achieved your most precious goal. <laughs> this loss is bitter and sweet, sugary and tart. Just like you. Understood. In case you missed it, the Pop-Tart Bowl last night, the actual Pop-Tart jumped into the toaster at midfield, came out on the bottom, and was quickly devoured. When you've come off three straight losing seasons, there's nothing better than looking at the uh, someone putting on social media, toughest schedules in the SEC in 2024, um, and having the number one toughest schedule in the SEC, the Florida Gators. Ouch. And the, the toughest schedule in the toughest conference. That's great. That should go well. You kind of were hoping you'd be like 16th Missouri or 15th Tennessee or 14th Texas. If you're Oklahoma, you're like, how come we have the third toughest and Texas has the 14th toughest? How's that fair? Bama, by the way, is fourth. Georgia's sixth. I think Georgia has a tough schedule. So. But anyway, a couple football games coming up at the bank. One today and one on Sunday. The one on Sunday is so important in so many ways. So we'll see. I think the NCAA should move the non-playoff bowl games to week zero of the following season. Select the games this year, play them next season. That'd be interesting, right? You'd yeah. be playing them in a different way, that's for sure. Got that tweeted to me. I kind of like that. A.E., tell Dan he's bringing Duval down, man. Hold on, man. I don't know what that means. I don't know how I'm doing that. I've been begging, pleading, screaming. Right. Everything I got in me here. So, maybe you just heard one little thing, but am I confident we're going to win? Hell no, I'm not. Mm -hmm. You can believe all you want, buddy. And I'm (laughs) glad you believe. All right? I hope I... Pray to sports gods, little G, but believe? Nah, I don't believe. Uh, e, you want to do some uh, New York City headlines? Let's rock out. Some periodicals, uh, New York periodicals, actual headlines. Uh, actual headlines. Actual. Hell in high water. Catastrophic waves flood California beach towns as evacuation ordered at least eight hospitalized. Eight of The sea, she's angry, my friend. Teen surfer dies after he's mauled by great white shark in front of his dad. Oh, man. That's awful. Florida family uses Apple AirTag to locate stolen luggage from North Carolina airport to suspect's home. (laughs) Got you! We got weights and fish! I like that, man. I'm not reading that. Ex-model missing after slipping out of Florida Addiction Center last seen with homeless man at gas station. That's not going to end well. Oh, so many sad stories here. Yeah. Let me find something good. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. 
New York City police chase involving stolen box trucks sends two cops to hospital, damages 25 cars. Oof, oof. Dog and phony show. Here's how the human collie fared after running canine agility course. Remember that dude? Yeah, that dude who dresses up as the dog? (laughs) He didn't do so well. Right. Uh... Joe Flacco's outful, painful, outing painful reminder of Miss Jet's opportunity. That's fair. Uh, oof. Case cracked. Marine scientists solve mystery behind decapitations of seal pups oh, wow. on California coast. Hmm. Travis Kelsey making ultra-luxurious romantic plans for Taylor in Europe during days off from Era's tour. Report. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're going to make it, man. Washed ashore, billionaires in their yachts land in St. Bart's. Tyson, Michael Jordan, and Jake Paul along as well. Is is Jordan a billionaire? He might be, right? Yeah, Jordan's a billionaire for sure. That guy has his own yacht. Right. Yeah. Probably brought his own yacht. The billionaires are down there in St. Bart's. Man. Wonder if Shad's down there. Dogged behavior, team gunman gives New York City dog owner five seconds to run before stealing French Bulldog on Christmas. The day after I got blind drunk and made the hangover cure breakfast, here's how it went. Oh boy. Devil Comet hurtling towards Earth to explode today, scientists say. Let's hope so. Oh, winner of historic $1.6 billion Mega Millions jackpot revealed. That's the one in Neptune Beach, remember? Yeah. Will Smith admits he was terrified in his one and only date with Peppa from Salt and Peppa. Peppa. Why was he terrified? He? I only read him. I don't know. Family time, Riri, ASAP, Rocky, and their two sons bundle up for family outing in Aspen. I want to go to Aspen. Okay. Oh, maybe they'll see Lee Lockett out there. Shout out to Lee Lockett. <laughs> <laughs> Lockett Law, no, before you blow. Before you blow. Winner, let's see, the winner of historic Mega Millions jackpot revealed. Kind of. Oh, oh. is he the one who, uh, he, he, uh, he took all his, fr- yeah, he took all his friends out on a, a fishing trip. Did he? Out in Fiji. No, 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 this is the local guy. Oh, okay. That's the other, that's a California yeah, guy. Yeah, that was a Cali guy. Uh, well, this guy's smart. This guy got a limited liability company to claim the record-shattering $1.6 million prize August 8th drawing. Uh, the winner, Saltine Holdings LLC, chose to receive their prize as a one-time lump sum payment, $794 million. Oof. Man. Oh, E. Man. Oh, E. You know, money don't solve all the problems, but it'll solve a lot of them. E, what a story on the drill if one of us won it. I'm trying to tell you. Mm. That was bought in Neptune Beach. The winner, a Florida resident, visited lottery headquarters to claim the prize September 25th, able to remain anonymous thanks to a Florida law enacted in May that allows winners to not share their names for up to 90 days after claiming the prize. The winner's identity was set to be revealed Christmas Day. But they found a way to continue to conceal their identity through an out-of-state LLC filing. <laughs> he really don't know. He you really don't, don't want his people to no, know. No, <laughs> he don't want to know. The winner's alleged identity was listed on a document obtained by WJAX. Shout out to my station, TV. Shout out. However, the man declined to be interviewed. His name was later scrubbed by lottery officials. 
It's believed the winner is a doctor who is still working despite the big win. It rolled over, the, the lottery itself rolled over 32 times from April to August. Oh my gosh. 79 million. Is that what I said? That's what you say, boss. 1.6 billion, 794 million. Bro, how much? Um, that's a lot of tax, man. Man, I don't care. That's a lot of bread. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, don't gloss over the lotto winner. I didn't think I was, was I? I don't I didn't think so. I don't think so. Jordan's net worth is three billion. Dan, are you wacko for Flacco? A little bit. I just really appreciate the way he played. Jags win. And we beat that ass next week in the Browns' sorry ass. Okay. 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 I'm all for that, man. All righty. Uh-huh. Anything else? Did we cover it all today? Oh, let's see. Uh, we, did we do the five-pack? Yes. Yes. Did we? Uh, we had Denny in. We had Denny. We talked about Joe Flacco. Talked about Flacco. We went Jags crazy. We went Jags crazy. I think we covered it. Even touched Florida. Georgia even bit. got some mentions. Georgia got some mentions. I th- FSU. I think we covered it. Can we make the turn for home next? Let's make the turn for home next. Thank you. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet. Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Good morning, Tone. Good morning. You and Mike getting ready for a Friday edition of Jaguars today. A must-see. A must-win football Friday. <laughs> yeah, Tom McManus uh, will be in with us as he is each Friday throughout the year, and we'll give our keys for a Jaguars victory on Sunday. And um, the keys feel like they may play more of a factor than they typically would. Like, you wouldn't have expected to be going into the Carolina game thinking, this is one they got to have, right? right. Like, but uh, they are at that point after four losses in a row. Certainly, uh, you two easier games left on the schedule. Yeah, don't for give them, me no any mathematic yeah. crap. If they lose Sunday, it's over. Probably. Yeah. 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 It's if the over. the other two teams in the division could still lose this yeah, weekend know, too, and then it's not. We ain't over. winning. We ain't winning at Tennessee if we can't beat Carolina at home. I, I know it's week to week. I, oh God, I don't even want to think about it. We're no, gonna just we'll, beat Carolina. Just beat Carolina. Get that thought out of everyone's head. Yes. Just beat Carolina. Somebody tell Tommy McManus to go. Yell at those guys. Somebody step up and make yeah. a play, please. I do think a lot of – look, they lost the three games before uh-huh. Sunday against Tampa, right? But yeah. The three games before that, they were competitive. Yeah. Right? Yes, In yes, each of yes. those games. It's yes. not like they've been completely miserable right. this entire month. Right. They've had things that they've gotten in, in the way of victory right. for them over this period of time. But Sunday was so miserably bad mm. that you – Stack that on top of three losses in a row, and everyone's like, well, it's done. Right? Like, they can't lose three games in a row the way they did and then look the way they did just as uninterested as they did on Sunday against Tampa. And it's got the whole fan base going, they're done. Cooked. Nothing's going to happen for this team. Beat Carolina. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Let me ask you one other question. We'll get out of here, Atone. Do you think that they have – is there a leader on this team who's – a vocal, in-your-face leader, and if they don't have that, is that something that they need? I think Cam can be that kind of guy. Yeah. 
but he's been in and out of the lineup yeah. all year. So yeah. you can't do that so much if you're not playing. Right. Um, I think he is that kind of guy to some degree. I think Rayshon to some degree yeah. is that type of guy. Yeah. Right. But the defense has been making so few plays. Right. You know, over the but a lot of the front end players that they have, I think Trevor has that thing to him. And I think it shows up in the way he plays. Right. Right. Like, right. The way he injured his shoulder. I think he has that kind of thing to him. But nobody else really on offense is that kind of guy. Yeah. You know, their best players on defense, Josh Allen's a heck of a player, but he's not that. Right. Right. Like it's a different kind of leadership. Yeah, and that's that okay. You can't I'm not asking anybody to be that what they're not, but I wonder if they miss that. I wonder if not having that it is was a, when they lost Arden Key, mm-hmm. that was part of their discussion. I thought it was yeah. the right thing to do to try to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought that that was more a key for this team going into this year than Jawan Taylor. Yeah. In my mind was getting Arden Key back in part because he does yeah. have that kind of attitude and that kind of personality in the locker room, right? And you lose that and I don't know what they were going to replace it with. No, Tyson Campbell might be a really good player. Right. But he's not that. Right. Right. So they don't have that kind of fire uh guy right now in the locker room. They got a bunch of good players. Right, and a couple of them could even have the potential to be great, mm-hmm. but they don't have anybody that's going to light a spark. You know, like it's just it doesn't feel like they have that right now, and it's hard to find it, especially when you've lost four in a row. All right, well, have a great show, have Thank a great you. weekend, happy New Year, uh, Mike and Tony. Getting ready, it's Jaguars today. It's coming up here momentarily. E now today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. E, I don't care the time of day. I don't care where it is. I don't care who's it in front of. If Michael Jackson beat it plays, <laughs> you and I uh-huh. have a dance-off. Right, on site. 5.45 a.m. On site. Parking lot. 1010XL. Music blasting out of the car. E versus Dan. I didn't win, but I battled. You battled. That's what I take you, away from You held today. your own, bro. Happy New Year to all you Googans. E, what do you take away? Man, let's just go get this dub on Sunday, man. Let's the last regular season game in Duval of Jaguars. I know we haven't been playing well here in Jacksonville, but let's, uh, let's tighten that up today, or this Sunday. Let's tighten up. All right. Have a good, have a good weekend, everybody.